This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Mazarin Ferenz of Hyperion, Gurzagor's Met from Moogle, and Sevo Kevo Ryoyuki on Gilgamesh. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. I demand to know what your penis looks like. Carlo. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just busting balls. Juxtaposition. <laughs> Who else would be the troll? Ascalia. <laughs> but seriously, whenever I'm sad, the only fixer is a mixer. And Mika. What are you idiots doing? LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio, the most hated Final Fantasy podcast in Aorzea. Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. To be uh, fair, what? they only hate like like 20% of it. <laughs> oh, I know where that joke's going. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the show today. Yeah, it's just you and me, buddy. We're, we're in the hate corner. How's that feel? Uh, to sit in your hate corner? <laughs> wait, wait, people hate Ascalia? I, I, I was thinking just you. People hate you. I thought everyone liked Ascalia. Yeah, I look, thought look people hate me. He's number six. Not, number six. Not because people have embraced hated. being number six, yeah. though. It's, it's actually pretty it's, amazing. It's like a thing When now. people by don't way, realize like, he's there, they can't hate him. Right. I like my new <laughs> drop, by the way, where like the joke of me being a drunk on stream is now carried over into the show. <laughs> it's actually not a new drop. It's been used before. It's Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way to not listen to the episode. Way Sorry. to tune in. Nice job. Ass. So welcome to the show, you dumb dick. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome welcome to Limit Break Radio. We're excited to be back this week. And yes, we are a weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast now. Thanks to your support at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Thank you guys so much. And uh, if you want to support Limit Break Radio, if you want to support Final Fantasy XIV podcasting that you may love or hate, head on over to Limit Break or uh, Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio, but you can also head on over to LimitBreakRadio.com too and subscribe to the podcast. Joining me today, we've got a full crew once again, and we're also in the uh, the LBR studios. Whoa, hey, I just switched it to the wrong UI again. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. And this is where I realize I'm not there. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I got you a chair. Oh my God! I told you, I'm so tired. <laughs> Oh my god. Juxta with the I'm extra mile I'm sleeping today. Sleeping on an airplane. I have that much sleep, which Juxta, is barely any. Juxta with the extra mile today and actually got an extra chair so we can all sit down and neither Escalia <laughs> nor Nika show up today. Has the I decency serious. to show up. I will be there shortly. No, I no, will be. no, we are getting rid of both of those chairs. You two can no. sit on the floor from now on. Yeah, I you guys t- take that shit for granted. Oh, is that Kooky over in the corner there? Wait, it is Kooky. Oh, yeah. Kooky, we got our good. Yeah, Yay. I made her a desk, kind of. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can take show notes. Yep. I like totally forgot that that was the thing. <laughs> Sorry. He, 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 he always up. has to remind me like as we're leaving to come here. He's like, did you go to the room? I'm like, what the fuck? What, room? You, he's you, like, he's like the studio. And I go, you oh, noob. Right. You noob. Yeah. Way to go. Oh, do, we, do we get our introductions? So joining me today, of course, uh, we've got uh, Kahlo Landis. I don't have a clever one for you today. That's all right. What up? 
How are you doing? I'm I'm doing, man. What you been doing recently? Steaming. Steaming. Oh my god, oh, the steam. steam sale. Oh yeah, dude. Like, steam like summer I sale. Thought, for real. Right, first of all, yes. I, like people are like, oh, you better make sure your wallet's prepared. I'm like, or you could just have self control, guys. <laughs> right? No. Wow. Right out the window. Yeah. Yeah, wow. No, that didn't yeah. last very long, did it? Yep. Yeah, I was totally the same way. I'm like, why would you buy these stupid games? But I'm like, holy shit, this. This game is a dollar forty nine. Yeah, exactly. Four packs for five bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna buy that. And but then, but the, and then there's like six of them. And then before you know it, you're like, oh my god, where did one hundred and fifty dollars go? That yeah. happens yeah. over Black Friday too, where you're like, oh, well, I guess I need four copies of this game for eighty cents. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me and all my friends can play this game never. Yeah. All right, no, <laughs> guys, the, the ones I've downloaded so far, they're really awesome. And I plan on streaming them stu- soon. Stoon. So. Stoon. 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 Streaming them soon. Yes. Lying. Coming coming soon to Limit Break Radio. Uh, we'll have some uh, Steam, Steam games. Too. Yes. Uh, juxtaposition, the one, the only, the original Dick Ninja joining us. Dick Ninja. Uh, oh, yeah. Of, of course, uh, on, on, the, on the drops, <laughs> as always. How we you have doing? such big plans for Dick Ninja. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but not but not Nick Ninja, though. That guy sucks. Yeah, fuck that guy. Nick Ninja. We have such... We have the plans there are about uh, nine and a half inches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, joining us on Skype, as always, Nika Kayanian. How you doing? Sup? I'm tired, but I'm good. You're not here. Where are you? I don't well, see you. I can't. I'm coming. I can't I, even I, acknowledge your presence. You're uh, not even. Uh, she's communicating over the link shell right now. Oh, I see. Yes, I see. Okay. In your ears. Uh, well, thanks for uh, for joining us or not joining us, whatever. Can't be bothered to show up. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Thank you. I know. No, uh, Nika, I know you had a, a really uh, busy schedule this weekend. And yes. uh, so we do appreciate you, uh, y- you know, you making uh, the extra effort uh, to be here. We're a little bit later today, starting at 4 p.m. as opposed to 2 p.m. like we normally do. Uh, and uh, and that's because uh, Nika had such a uh, such a busy schedule. So we're glad that she was able to join us. Yes, thank you for accommodating. I appreciate it. Uh, well, thank and thank you, audience listeners, for uh, for accommodating us as well. Gotta yeah. be honest, I like this four o'clock. Start. I know for um, uh, yeah, to, to be honest, honest uh 4 4 p.m start may may be the new thing from now on this was uh this was a lot easier for me it's really convenient to get to sleep until two uh yeah no definitely <laughs> definitely uh and uh, also joining us Escali Rayumasa, fresh from colossal con and you kind of <laughs> smell like con as well did you get the con play like con yeah. no i did not get con play oh fortunately a lot of people did get sick this weekend uh yeah weekend. no con plague w- was in full force uh especially at colossal con uh, totally awesome. Well, how could it not? The whole place is just a big, gigantic petri dish. I mean, you're swimming in other people's bodily fluids. There is a bar at a hot tub. There's no way. And con people aren't generally clean anyway. There's so. no way. There's not at least some jizz in that pool. Like, it's just, it's got to happen. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I cannot wait for next year now. Make sure you go get yourself tested. Uh, <laughs> definitely. No, I've got some results from a poll I conducted while I was there, by the way. Is that right? Yeah, for a little later Is it on. in any way relevant to what we're talking about today? Oh, it's very relevant to you. Oh, okay, good. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, well, uh, welcome to limit break radio, our second weekly episode. Uh, we're excited to, uh, to be back again, uh, and, uh, and looking forward to next week. This is our last week 
before Heaven's Word, guys. It Friday is. Friday is early access, which is 90K day. Which and means then, no. we're going to be able to talk about some early access stuff next episode. Yes, we are. We're going to be able to. Are we, yeah. we going to be in the studio or are we going to be somewhere in Heaven's Word? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. You're going to have to tune in to find out. And you can. Wait, wait, guys, guys. I don't know how I feel about put, about gating LBR content behind the expansion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a dick move, guys. It's kind of a. You I know, was going I, to attend the show, but I don't have time to play through the story. Yeah, line. what about what about all of those? What about all of those people who have alts that just made alts so that they can come visit the studio? Now they have to do all of that work to be able to join us in Heaven's Word. That's bullshit. Suck it, dick cream. You don't like it? Get better. There you go. There you oh go. You can get one in gold saucer, and don't you have to be fifteen to get to a gold exactly, saucer? Exactly, exactly. And we got no end of crap well, about I that. That was in my chair. Wait, really? Yeah, we did get a little bit of crap about that. <laughs> we did. Well, What's the big difference between no end of crap? Now. Yeah, and a okay. we, got a little, we got a little bit. Actually, of crap. actually, Nika, you kind of smell. Could you move it by juxta, please? Uh, no, no. please, please nope. move. It, please, Too bad. Please, I'm going to sit here just to torment you. Nope. Please, please move it by juxta. Nope. So join us next Sunday, uh, that is June 21st, uh, probably at 2 p.m. I'm going to guess at 2 p.m. Maybe, I don't know. I think I don't, the 4 p.m. was is working, but, you know, the 2 p.m., I think, uh, you know, we set that standard. So uh, we're going to try to adhere to that. So uh, join us next Sunday, the 21st, at 2 p.m. Eastern uh, for the next episode of Limit Break Radio. And we'll finally be Post able Heaven's Word. to talk about Hands on Heaven's Word. Now, no, that's going to be, be really exciting. how beautiful the 90K message looks. No. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to look have- at how that login screen changed, guys. <laughs> Guys, no, okay. It's gonna be good. I'm going. I, I to, love your confidence. I am going to be streaming at whatever time it starts, like five a.m., six a.m. Eastern time. So, so do you want to explain why you're going to be streaming? What? What do you mean, why? Well, because you haven't been streaming for a oh, long well, time. I, I got to call you out, Juxta. I, I mean, got to explain why I haven't been streaming. I had the case of the Kalos where my computers wouldn't handle streaming. I would oh, try... W- wouldn't... I, I, no, I, hold, hold on. No, no, hang on. Hold, this hang is on. a little bit different. Hang on. Well, this is I a just, self-inflicted version this of is, the well, Kalos. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I, just, I, just love, I just love how Kalo gets like $1,800 allocated for a computer and then suddenly, <laughs> no, like I the next it. week, Juxta's like, no, oh, no. hey, my computer's not really working, guys. What's I that was, all about? I was trying to give Kalo more than enough time to stream, and you know what? I think we were all having that moment after Kalo's computer <laughs> got built, where we're just like, I could push it off a table. It's yeah, it's it is kind of like like someone in the room just showed that they have the biggest penis, and everyone else knows it. You know, nine you're and a half like, inches. You're like, God damn it, guys! Uh, and you you just got to live with it for from then on. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Whenever I would try to, like, start streaming, my connection would just drop, and I would, like, uh-huh. my computer would, like, try to connect through OBS, like, multiple times, and that's when you would get that Twitter spam. It's like, Juxta has just started streaming D&D. Juxta has just started streaming D&D. Juxta has just started streaming D. And then people would come into the channel, like, why isn't he streaming? Got, like, eight messages. <laughs> well, that's why, because for whatever goddamn reason... My computer would just lose all internet connectivity. It would not even connect wait, to I Chrome. Just, I just thought of something. No, we know now. Did you ever try to reinstall .NET Framework? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh okay. my god! All right, all right. <laughs> but but anyway, so you, yes, your your computer was having problems. Wouldn't allow you to stream. 
didn't have .NET Framework, so you couldn't install a lot of the, the stuff that, that make it so easy. Uh, well, the things that make our, our stream look pretty good, like yeah. our, 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 notif- the, our notification. Bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that good all that All that kind of stuff. Well, had, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do any of that. I could jury rig it. I had like... Yeah, you could. I had like three screens up with like everything. Like So I had like the little like screen pop up and stuff. So uh, I could jury rig it and it was awful, but yeah. So, so... Long story short, all right, so Juxta finally decided it's time to suck it up and reformat his computer because nothing, nothing's technically wrong with it. It wasn't like spitting out parts or anything. No. But it was time to reformat. It just had such like deep-rooted... But the, but like, the problem was... Why did it take prob- you so long to reformat? Well, but the, well, as, as I understand, his, his CD-ROM was broken. Right. <laughs> so, so we got him a new one. Right, yeah. We bought him a brand, brand new, new one. Brand new one. Brand new one. But it, it didn't have... Uh, that also didn't reason. work. That one also didn't work, right? It, did, it didn't how, work. How come it didn't work? Well, I don't know. You you you, you plugged, I tried everything so you plug, I knew you plug, how to do. You plugged it, it into plugged the it motherboard. In. I plugged it into the motherboard, and, and it still wouldn't work. No lights were turning on. It wouldn't oh, eject. No. It wouldn't do nothing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, Does anyone else see what's wrong with this and, equation? And, and, and so you you remember to, it, to plug it into to the power supply, right? Right. Yeah. The what? The power supply, the thing that actually provides power to the different components of the computer. Why would you need to do that? Well, because everything else is plugged into it, and that's how power is supplied to it's all of CD, the components. It's a CD-ROM. You Like, the power goes through the motherboard into the CD-ROM. Why would you need to plug it directly into the power supply? Hmm. That seems really stupid and so, convoluted. <laughs> so he got the new one working by plugging in the power supply, and then he thought, well, actually, the old one, I wonder if... So he plugged the old one in to the power supply, and the old one worked. So he had to return the new one. I wow. <laughs> wow. Good job. I didn't have to. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I decided I'd rather, I'd rather have the $31. Wow. By the way, yeah, uh, I think... Okay, so just not- so everyone knows... Me and Tala, we have said from the start that we are Whoa. computer illiterate. I have said from the start. You have actually made fun of me with him before. Yeah. Okay, and apparently you're computer retarded too. Yeah. So fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so Okay, this is our this is our like our weakness. This is our a Nero's Final Fantasy tactics, okay? <laughs> so apparently that game is really, really hard. Oh, I hate that game. If you're like not so used much. to hearing Juxta like cuss to any real extent, like he does sometimes, but never to any real extent. I pick up my phone and I've got like twenty messages when his computer is failing to start streaming of just him cursing in all caps <laughs> constantly. And I'm like, did like someone stab his cat or something? I was so mad. Uh, if someone stabbed his cat, you would be seeing like you know, pictures of. <laughs> Glee. <laughs> Rainbows everywhere. It's the best what? day ever. What? Uh, this cat's a dick. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, okay. Long, uh, that was a very long-winded way of, and, and, of saying Juxta's dumb. Yeah, of saying, well, They're we dumb. already knew that, but Juxta will be making his grand return to the stream here very shortly. I and, haven't. And, oh, yeah, that's how we started that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Heaven's Lord streaming day. Yes. So, uh, okay. We do have uh, some uh, some pre Heaven's Word stuff planned. We don't have a schedule. I'm so I gotta say I'm so jealous of uh, of Miztech. Uh, uh, MTQ Capture on on Twitter last night put out a schedule of all of the stuff she's doing around uh, Heaven's Word and release. We got shit for it. And Nero's like, guys, we need to get our shit. We together. do need to get our shit together. Holy shit, that's so jobs. impressive. We have jobs, okay. 
Uh, oh, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm sure she does. I'm sure I, she, I does. Think she does. But, but she, she doesn't does. have to share the stream with four other assholes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so that's why you don't stream more is because the rest of us are taking up all the time. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The, one of the one of the things that stops me from streaming more is normally when we stream, we stream for like five or six hours. Yeah, that's and true. And sometimes I'll come home and be like, well, I have a few hours to kill, you know, before like, I have to go to bed or something. So I'd like to stream, but like, is streaming for two hours okay? You can stream for yeah. two or three hours, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, a few times, like, I've done it once where I was on there for two hours and I passed it off to somebody. Well, no, but just think of it this way. Like, if you were watching and someone streamed for three hours, like, what show would you watch more of than, like, three hours? If, like, it was just, like, a one long TV show. Daredevil. See, not really okay. Canada says Miz is an x-ray tech. We have no excuse, guys. I mean, that... An x-ray tech? I, I, that's, what, that's what they said. I don't know. That's no, I think, I think we could probably fashion out some sort of schedule. I mean, <laughs> now that... I have one week Are you shitting me? Vacation. I can stream all the time after Are you the shitting 19th. me? Do you, do you... Look at all of the effort that we have put into trying to get this scheduled, and we look, can barely get this right. I think what our problem is, is none of us have jobs that have set schedules. Mm. Every oh, single... I week yeah. my schedule is different. <laughs> I'm nice for you Nika so uh, and Nika humble brags again nice job. no I'm just saying uh so anyway anyway uh yes we do have some pre heavens word stuff planned if we get something in writing hopefully if one of us can get our shit together we'll uh post about it on uh our website limitbreakradio.com facebook.com slash limitbreakradio you can find out about it on twitter or just you know just follow us we'll, we'll talk about it i like uh, how you looked right at callow when you said that yeah do way. some shit oh <laughs> do i was some paying shit. attention yeah hey, i've been doing uh D the past few weeks pretty pretty solid good excuse so. uh so so, uh, anyway, uh, we want to encourage you to call in. If you want to call the show, uh, you can uh, send a Skype message on over to Limit Break Radio, or you can give us a call on your regular ass phone. That's 810-515-8715. That information is on the screen. Feel free to do that anytime. If there's a topic that you feel passionate about or that you feel we get wrong, because apparently YouTube comment sections think I get everything wrong. Uh, so, but if you want to, if you want to call and challenge anything, that we say on the show that's the really fun part about this show uh you can uh you can call us and uh let us know so uh add us on uh, on skype limit break radio 810-515-8715 and if you really like don't like one of us or you really hate a nero please call in because <laughs> that would be hilarious and i will definitely take you and, and we can all rag on him together yeah yay That'd be fun. Bring it, bitches. All right. So uh, coming up uh, is uh, E3 very, Ooh, very soon. Next week. Uh, in, in just two days, June yeah, 16th. Yeah, this week. Uh, it's June 16th uh, through the 18th. Uh, and FF14 will, of course, have a presence at E3. The uh, new jobs will be playable. Uh, the new zones will be explorable. And the new flying mounts will be rideable. Uh, the Heavensward preliminary patch notes are going down. That's JP only. Uh, that's Tuesday the 16th at 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm sure that there's going to be some live translating going on on Twitch. Uh, we'll, I don't know. We'll, we might we be here. We should uh, have some kind of presence. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's like when we're. That's our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're normally, yeah, we're normally here for reset day streaming anyway. So uh, we'll we'll probably uh, be able to cobble something together. Uh, the uh, next day, Wednesday the 17th, we'll see a, a, a brand new duty commenced episode uh, that starts at 3:30 p.m. in the afternoon, and that's going to be showcasing the playable content out at E3. Uh, that's smack dab in the middle of the afternoon. I know that I'm I'm 
definitely not around. I'll be watching it, though. Um, and uh, and of course, we will have uh, some kind of reaction to all of the info that's dropped at E3. And then there is Producer Live Letter uh, 22. That's, of course, in English and uh, Japanese. That's Thursday the 18th. Smack dab in the middle of the day, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's going to be going over airship crafting, new loot systems, and more. Uh, so uh, we'll definitely, you know, someone, I, I'm pretty sure someone will be around uh, for that. Hopefully someone will be around. But again, uh, we will, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll have a limit breaking news that uh, that contextualizes all of that info, or at least gives you an info dump of all of that info. And uh, I wish we could be there. We do. We we really wish that we could be there. Uh, maybe maybe for maybe next year. Uh, that's, I think that's something to uh, to work towards. Um, so uh, I, I you know I had actually I actually applied for credentials and then totally forgot that they had asked me for more information and that was, oh, what the fuck? oh God. yeah we're not at E three because of a Nero guy yeah a Nero yeah. dropped the ball I did they're probably gonna have us out there first class yeah right yeah <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure uh, so uh, we're gonna talk about well, well, hold on before we before we go on could I I'd, okay. I'd like to say something I'd like to say something um so as probably a lot of people know you guys were all on. Uh, uh, State of the Realm the other day, right? Yeah. Okay. It was a cool show. I actually watched it um, for once. I watched a show. And uh, y'all did pretty good. Uh, I actually, actually kind of enjoyed it. But I, I need That's to actually... That's high praise. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It was actually, it was actually cool. kind of good. Don't don't let it go to Please your head. Please ease up on your gushing praise. Hey, you shut up because you're about to get some more, okay? Ooh. <laughs> now, I, I, I just wanted to... I wanted to... I mean, look, I know that he's capable of it you know i live with the guy you know we play off each other a lot and and i know what he's capable of so i guess it's really no surprise but i just wanted to commend you for being so on point like like nobody was safe like like someone so someone said that that like the collar was coming out of you Oh yeah. So so I watched and I was I was really impressed. I mean, Carpe Diem, man, you really seized the. No, fucking I don't moment. think I don't think that's I don't think that's what's that w- that's what was said. I think what was said was that people can't tell the difference between you and Juxta. I think that's what they were saying. No, no. So that's a good thing because Kahlo is obviously so great at being himself. So if I'm acting like Kahlo, that means I'm great as well. Yeah, we're we're both awesome, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. So and, and you're really good. Dick. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, come here. I want to touch your dick. <laughs> we're, we're dick ninjas we are dick ninjas <laughs> by the by the time that comes out we're hoping he can have the fat chocobo head he's gonna dress up like a giant chocobo i'm gonna be a giant mog and we're gonna be choco mog the dick ninjas <laughs> oh god oh god oh god <laughs> uh, that yeah. was yeah nika and i had the absolute <laughs> I actually also facepalm at, at the giant time. mog and choco run around stealing hate from the tank and putting it on the healer all right. <laughs> they can't kick both of us. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, we do want to send a shout out to uh, Mr. Happy and uh, all of the Dream Network and Sly uh, for putting up with all of our insane antics over on State of the Realm. Oh, my God. That was, was so fun. much fun. fun You're welcome. Sure. I can't tell you how much fun. I, that was so much fun. Thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you go check out the episode and subscribe to their channel. It's over on Mr. Happy's YouTube channel. Check that out. Uh if you oh, don't man. invite us back, we'll understand. Yeah, oh, no, we I, totally get it. I was we get planning it. on never being invited back ever again. <laughs> I, I, I want to be on an episode now. After seeing it, okay. I'm, it's never going to happen. Good luck. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's never, yeah. Mr. Happy and Sly, me by myself, like, no. like, like, like this is a thing that happens when you put all of us don't together. Me by myself, though, come on. Come on. No. 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 Come on. no. Come on. Who would care? Come on. Who would care? Come on. No one. It's there. No one in this come room on. would care. 
would i don't think anyone would tune in yeah the people like leave i bet they would i bet they would uh but uh but seriously shout out to uh state of the realm and thank you guys for having us on that was so much fun and uh you know i i do want to i do want to talk a little bit about some of the reactions to that show but we'll leave that for the (laughs) we'll leave that for the end we'll leave that for the end uh all positive i'm certain oh i actually (laughs) glowing uh i sound like a muppet apparently you well don't you i don't doubt i do not deny that i do deny the claim that i sound like kermit I yeah, don't sound quite. like I don't sound like Kermit. I do sound like a Can mother. you sing Rainbow Connection for us? No. That would be a really easy oh, way to tell. Oh, please do. I, I, I like that they think that a Nero has a fedora collection. <laughs> so wait, which, he does. which Muppet do you think you are? I don't actually have really seen the Muppets, so what? I Fozzie. don't. Fozzie? Fozzie? Oh, oh yeah. Gonzo. Got, I Ooh, could probably Gonzo. Gonzo. How about Fonzo? Because hey. the two of them fusion together. Because his jokes always suck, and because Gonzo's Gonzo. Yeah. Because his nose looks like a penis. Yes. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Bump it. There no, Dick Ninja. <laughs> you bumped it. Sorry, you can't take that back. Uh, so uh, we touched on a uh, a really interesting topic the last episode uh, that uh, I think all of us kind of really wanted to spend a little bit more time digging into mm-hmm. but we unfortunately we were at like two hours at that point and we couldn't we we just we couldn't go for another it's hour so what is this what is this state of the realm i mean come on <laughs> all right come on man <laughs> three oh three hours <laughs> who does that shit yeah what a bunch of dickheads <laughs> get, 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 get your shows under control yeah come on focus focus uh but uh but no we we touched on the on the topic of job homogenization and uh well, nero what's that well it's the uh, jobs becoming too similar as they become developed over time uh final fantasy 14 uh i think some of the jobs play pretty similarly oh yeah well i mean at a certain point like if you get general enough they are the same. A tank is a tank, a healer is a healer, a DPS is a DPS. They have the exact same role. And it seems like with Heaven's Word, some classes are getting some traits that will define their roles a little bit more clearly. Like, I think I think Ninja getting hate plant tools is Definitely. It, it could be true. like a thief from Eleven. Exactly, right. Um, but it, you know, in, in other games and, uh, especially, uh, this game's predecessor, Final Fantasy XI, of which all of us are from, uh, and not, 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 and I'm not speaking for you, the audience. I'm just speaking for everyone in this room. Uh, some of us have context with other games, uh, such as Ultima Online, Ashran's Call, uh, World of Warcraft. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other, Eve. uh, <laughs> e- 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 it's an MMO. Did you, no, no, no. Did you pl- but did you play it? No. Did you, I, w- I went through did character anyone? creation. Did you play it? Oh, you okay. All right. All right. All right. Escalia right. played it and Escalia technically counts cuz he's in the room. Yes, Eve's going to eat. Uh, no, no. But but uh, uh, all of us have context with other games, some of us more so than other titles. But um I I think the uh I I think that there is a concern among some people in the FF14 community that that jobs as they're being developed are becoming more similar. To and be to be fair though, it is a necessary evil depending on the direction that you're taking your game. Okay. okay. To a certain extent, you are going to end up getting that just when it comes to things such as balance. You know, uh, um, 
For example, homogenization in Final Fantasy XI, I don't think that that existed, okay? Now, there, sure. were, there, were, there were certain classes that were already very similar. Uh, uh, two-handed DPS, for example. Yes, okay? all the same. All two-handed pretty, DPS pretty much, okay? were pretty similar. Exactly the same. Right, right. But when you take a look at a bunch of other classes, let's, let's look at Ninja compared to Thief compared to Bard. All of those fit a very specific role, and it was cool that those roles were so different because then it gives people the option to have, you know, do all this different stuff, but the pitfall that you end up finding with that is if, what if that role doesn't fit into an event, and that's the only job you have, you don't get to do that event. Now, granted, in a game like Final Fantasy XI, or even Final Fantasy XIV, where you can switch jobs, that's not necessarily a huge concern, Unless you're someone like a Nero who refuses to play anything except just that one. But Which was a really big issue for a Nero because you didn't bring Dark Knights to anything because they were terrible. <laughs> but, but, but to be fair, in, in, his, in his defense, okay, you know, he made that shit, sh- that shit shake and he drank it. So I'm going to give you that, okay? I, I rode that thing all the way to the end. As in, I'm still logging in. So, and I'm, and it's still, and re- he's still not getting invited to events. And it's still really the only job I'm playing. No, I, I did. Uh, God, what is the fucking event? Um. Uh. Oh no. Oh no. Delve. Delve. No. No. no uh, skirmish. Uh, no, not skirmish. Uh, God damn it. Uh, not vagary. Yes. God damn it. Incursion, that's the one. Incursion, that's a thing now. It's a thing. Is it like aliens coming in? No, they're gonna incur the land. No, it's that, so that, much more you, boring. You, you use that. <laughs> Don't worry he about it. He fights butterflies. <laughs> no, it wasn't butterflies. It oh, was okay. like it's things. Right. Anyway, just move on. Right, moving on though. So in, in a game, we're not like here Final to talk about my Stockholm syndrome. Right. Okay, so <laughs> in a game like Final Fantasy XI, where we didn't see jobs, you know, becoming homogenized over time. It was kind of okay because it worked in that kind of world. Um, another good example, Beastmasters and Puppet Masters. Okay, the two themselves were very similar, but they had no place in a lot of events, but they were able to do their own things, which was soloing stuff. I so, think what which was 11 being had going for it in that sense, though, is they didn't have the system that 14 has where it's like, these jobs are a tank, they have the blue icon. These are a DPS, no, they no, have no, the no, red no, icon. No, no, in no, 11, no. there was a lot of... Ex- Experimenting with what jobs can do more so than I think 14 allowed. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Everything in 14 has to fit into the tank healer DPS paradigm. And, but the, I think the thing, I, I think the thing that, that bugs me a little bit about 14's structure is that you know, uh, it, it, when you have a physical DPS, there's no physical DPS that relies on something like MP. You don't have you don't have much of uh, you know uh, uh, much of wiggle room or or um, it, you know like like it seems like you know you've got two binary choices. There's like magic DPS or physical DPS, and if you're doing magical DPS, there's you know it, you're you're doing you know you're casting spells right. or you're doing some dots, and there are some dots. That you know, you got like one or two dots that you can place as a physical DPS, but it's just you know, it, all it is they is just tease that hybrid jobs in the future, though. So I mean, that could be something that happens eventually. Well, right. another thing about that though is in uh, eleven, you were okay with having some jobs that weren't good for some events because there were other events you could get end game stuff exactly. out of. That True. in fourteen, if a job can't do coil, well, but to be it. fair, is there a job that? can't do coil summoner. There is, no but that's not true i mean as much as it's really bad for summoner in the way that summoner's dps is played i've met plenty of people even at, at fan fest and at other things that at clear 
um, 13 and other coil as a summoner. I've met people at I was sure. a what, convention, a convention recently, I think Katsukon, who would clear T13 as summoner, and they were telling me how difficult it was, but they still were able to do it. But that's and I, I think they, there isn't a job that cannot do coil. But there are just ones that trying to get is with uh, the homogenization. Uh, homogenization they need a little bit more of that in 14 because if they do create a job that can't do the current end game or isn't good for it, that's bad in 14. There isn't an alternative thing for them to go do. But with the direction that they're taking with Final Fantasy 14, that's not something that's going to happen. And Nero, you touched on, on, on the point that I mentioned when we started this discussion that because of this paradigm, you know, the, the holy trinity of tank, healer, and DPS, right. to a certain extent, all jobs are already the same. You and, know? That's, and that's... Melee and magical DPS. So at this point, where the difference comes into it is how they actually play. Because yes, you're right. Every single one of those DPS, their job is to do damage. Right. It doesn't even matter if they all have the same kind of abilities. If everybody has a slashing debuff, if everybody has a goad, if everybody has a, a, a way to give back TP, it doesn't matter. That's not where the homogenization comes in at. Where it comes in at is how you play the job. Whether you're a ninja, a monk, or a dragoon, the way that you're playing them and operating them, that is what should feel different. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I it kind of, I, I mean, guess, I guess, but I also like the idea of certain roles having specialized abilities like the hate plant. Absolutely. Because right. because at some point, you know, like like let's say that the hate plant becomes really critical and then the community comes back and says, "Well, why doesn't every other DPS get a hate plant?" And that's where and, the and, and that's the problem. The, I think that's the thing that I that's the thing that I don't like is that as cuz that's generally the response is that, "Oh, this is a really cool thing that only one job can do." Well, Every physical DPS should be able to do it. And I, I don't, I don't like, like, there's part of me likes the direction that they're taking with some of the, the newer jobs. But, you know, there is this, there is this concern because of, of wow, because wow is kind of infamous for taking a lot of their, oh, absolutely, a lot of their classes <laughs> and mushing them together and just making them very samey mm -hmm. and not, you know, like. In my experience, though, the problem that that happens with isn't so much with you utility spells but with spells that affect damage because the whole numbers game is about how much dps can i do perfect right. example in world of warcraft was for the longest time shamans had bloodlust which grants 30 percent haste to everybody you did not go to a raid without a single shaman doesn't matter how sucky the shamans were overall you needed bloodlust right so now people feel like we have to take a shaman how do they solve it Give a few other classes bloodlust. Okay? Right, right, right. So I think I you think should be able to find a balance, though, where it's it's an ability where it's not critical to complete the raid, but it's nice if you have it. And I feel like that yes. way you won't feel like you have to have and, it, and which I think they've done well so far in having agreed. things like the the bard can buff the black mage and then the dragoon can buff, you know, like having the, the extra little piercing damage or casting damage buffs, that that way you don't need it, but if you have it, it's awesome. Agreed. All credit where credit is due. Square Enix so far throughout all of 2.0 has been very good about keeping all of the classes balanced and and just because we're talking about this subject does not mean that we're criticizing or think that the way that it's been done has been bad but you know it, when you look at the development of other games and you look at at square enix's history with mmos i think it's a valid it's a it's a valid thing to to talk about in a way you know like you know in a in a, in a pretty uh critical way towards how we're going to be moving in the future and and i think the thing that 
that I don't want is what, Kahlo, you just described with WoW, where it becomes like, oh, this is so critical that everyone needs to have it. There's nothing that should be that overpowered. Absolutely. But, but Nika, you're also right that, that, you know, the way that raids are structured, they're structured uh you know around this 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 three this this trinity the 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 paradigm that i was talking about the tank healer dps trinity and if and i don't know here's the thing about those uh what do you, what do you call it, the flex jobs or the um the hybrid jobs yeah. um hybrid I, is the word they I, teased yeah i just i i all i see it is like somewhere in the middle of the you know of of the two like a dps that can have a little bit more healing ability or buffing ability or you know something like that as opposed to a straight class that's just buffing debuffing and uh, you know and and enfeebling like that was a that was an entire role in ff11 that is literally just been kind of erased from mmos so if that was the thing that you really liked to do when you played an mmo that's just gone like that's not even that's not even really an option and there's nothing that gets close all of those kind of enfeebling abilities are getting distributed throughout you know uh additional abilities that jobs are getting well Callie, you also mentioned um trying to, if you can't have the uh specific things that the jobs can do to be their kind of defining thing how do you make them play differently mm-hmm. remember uh, like a long time ago with uh like monk and dragoon it was a lot of their things came down to being able to position yourself right. properly and it was a fucking nightmare uh-huh. uh it was just like what what would you what would you think would be the better way to go around because obviously positioning is a very difficult one to do in a right. game where positioning is very you have to position yourself to survive getting hit well all right i, I have uh limited knowledge of of dragoon i I've obviously played Thief t- or <laughs> Monk, Monk to 50, and, and I play Ninja quite a bit. So uh, first of all, I'd like to say that right now, I don't think that there is a problem with FF14's job homogenization. Mm-hmm. And even with the changes that they've, uh, that they've announced thus far, I think a lot of it sort of shows that things are being defined differently, but there's also a few things that look like it could be going in the sort of too far range, right? So, for example, I think that Ninja, because of their mudras, um, was different from from all the other ones that, that there were. Sure. Like, like, like the mudras was just a really cool and unique thing to add to ninjas. Okay, and I guess the way that I assumed between Monk and Dragoon was, especially when when they eased the uh, the Dragoon's uh, positionals, right? Yeah, the heavy right. the heavy lance, that, or whatever. Yeah, the skill and the playstyle of Dragoon was all about chaining. Like, I remember you commenting or posting a picture somewhere one time of like how a perfect rotation for Dragoon was like moves was like twenty six moves. Yep. That's where the challenge of Dragoon is. Yep. The dra- the challenge is to be able to chain all those together. Right. The issue and, became that end game events would no longer allow you to be able to do twenty six straight moves. Right. And so that. That is obviously a problem right. that they fixed, yes. but I think that that idea of having to try and adapt to chaining all these things together while also being able to do the, the the mechanics is where you need to find that balance. So maybe instead of reducing the the chaining or whatever, what they should have done is they should have eased the requirements of the chaining. That way you could respond to what's going on in the raid, but also still be able to continue your chain because that sounds... Now, it's not going to be everybody's, you know, bag of marbles, but it sounds like that could be a really cool concept for a job. Now, conversely, with Monk, the whole thing with Monk, obviously, you have to chain things together. You have to keep your stacks up. Sure. But they have a lot more positionals. For, so, for them, the whole skill in it is trying to dance around and make sure that you can keep up your buffs while staying in the right positions. Now, as a ninja, being in certain positions isn't 
required by any means, but because we're able to DPS and jump around, I'm sure Jux can probably, you know, uh, agree with me here, but it's fun to, like, jump in and out of, of AoEs as, like, that AoE's not gonna hit me, but I'm gonna move over there, and now I can jump out of the way, and you just, it seems really cool. Oh, perfect example. Um, the Midgar Swarmer, uh, dungeon yeah um keeper. The, the keeper of the lake the second boss with the the airship or, yeah, yeah, or that, yeah, that thing yeah. yeah i fucking love that thing never have i gotten so much use out of uh shikuki the bamf move yeah like you can actually use it to move around and that really made me feel like a ninja right so all of these things you know ninja compared to monk compared to dragoon and all three of these examples those are things that they have that is unique and now Square Enix is like, let's give some positionals to Ninja. Makes me think like, mm, I, you know, you, are you trying to make me more like Monk at this point? Well, see, I, I, I think, it, it, I don't know. See, I feel like when I play, when it, and and this is, I don't know, like my 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 DPS knowledge is fairly limited, uh, and we'll get to tanks here in a minute because tanks are where are my real concern. But, um, you know, I. W- I feel like all th- all the DPS, at least the physical DPS, uh, play very differently. Like they have very yes. different rotations. They all feel very different. But the thing is, is that they don't like they don't operate that much different in a party. Like you don't really have a reason to say, "Hey, let's take a dragoon over a monk." This and- is true. But if you ever get to that point in a game, like that's at the point where people start saying, you know, Escal is like, "Oh, hey, I want to come to your coil." Sorry, we're not taking any dragoons. Yeah. And I think that that's a bad point to be in an MMO where that starts to happen. Ah, True. PTSD. And there are some, like most people won't do T13 without a monk simply because of dragon kick. And without one job is one thing, but to say no to something completely, I think that's uh, no rangers. entirely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I, I, I'm, but then it's, then it's contingent on Square Enix to balance that and, exactly. and, and, and keep that. So, uh, but again, uh, again, They've done very well at this. Oh, yeah. They have. I just, I, I just do. I have some concerns moving forward, especially about tanks. Well, and let's talk about the tanks because yeah. I'll, hold on, I'll, hold on, hold on. What, Before what, what? we get into tanks, we have a caller on the line. Oh, He's okay. been patiently waiting. Well, say something. That's your job. Yeah, just come on, it, was a, it was a good discussion. I don't well, want to raise your hand. No, you raise your hand. <laughs> it is raised, but Ryuichi, you what do you have to add to this? Hey, Ryuichi, <laughs> how's it going, man? Uh, not bad. A little tired. It's rather late over here, but. Well, good. well, we're it's glad. Been a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since uh, since you've been able to join us yeah, here. Yeah, you don't on, call uh, man. LBR, you don't man. write. Don't you love us anymore? <laughs> All right. To, hey, to be fair, I'll you back. Don't. I'll back Ryuichi. He's been asking to come on for the last two or three episodes, and you've just been rejecting him. You <laughs> yeah. No, Every it's single, because no, he's it's changed into a Lalafell. We can't. We can't accept that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we can't right. see you. That's why it's we couldn't see He's you under raising the table hand. somewhere. Actually, I was, whenever you would call me, I'd be either passed out because it's so fucking late. Yeah, it was gonna be like the last caller each time, and he's like, "Hey, you there?" Oh, I guess he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here in like in a month, that won't be an issue because I'll be moving back to the states. Hey, all right, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that, man. Glad to hear it. Yes, I'll be back in Arizona. Awesome, awesome, man. So, uh, what do you want to talk about today? Well, kind of want to touch up a little bit on the on your topic. I saw you, you were, uh, heard that you were talking about throwing back to eleven a little bit. Yeah, we do that job. Right. And the thing that Blue Mage could do, apart from everyone else, is you know just like any, any other DPS, they could just they do their thing, do damage. But they also had uh, tools that kind of separated from everyone else. They can buff themselves they can heal the party they can stone skin everybody they can even uh distribute they can uh, make their self buff aoe every few minutes right this is true when you talk about like especially in 11 like hybrid jobs or jack of all trades like Mm -hmm. all right 
red mage. No, Bl- no. blue mage. Blue mage was really fantastic. That's job. right. Blue yeah. mage was where blue it was mage at. Could literally really. do anything. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Blue, blue mage. Respect for it. It was actually really good. It was a really balanced yeah. job, and I like them. All right, blue mage. We're gonna uh, raise you over and over again. We're gonna need you to go ahead and donate about fifty thousand XP to this run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would have parties of just blue mages for all, most of our end game raids by the end of it. I mean, it was and there's ridiculous. this one thing that 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 blue that that this game doesn't have that eleven had. You had that one weapon or or set piece of equipment that was just game changing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, uh, glory gear. I mean, you know, like like gear that that was high challenge or low drop rate, just rare. It just was rare to come across in the world. And I'm not talking like a fucking bomb earring or a cactar earring. Yeah, in this game, it's all glamour stuff. It's like, oh, they have this really pretty level one bathing suit. (laughs) Yeah. And, (laughs) oh, they have the Araman choker. That's so cool. Uh, Yeah, like, I want the body pieces or the armor or the The weapons, you know, like seriously. Yeah. Riddle. Like that was a big deal to have. It's the way that they organize the the eye level system in this game. They don't account for that. Like what the fuck? But what it ends up coming down to is when you have glory gear like that, which I've never heard before, but um, it comes down to balance. You don't have to worry about like major balancing issues Mm -hmm. when you don't have stuff like that. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and because of the way they do the increasing eye level system, I feel like after a while you'd either have to upgrade that piece, which it would eventually get really tedious, or it would be outclassed. So, which is that, fine because then you could just have other glory gear that would outclass it eventually. So, and then at that point, it's like trophy. But I mean, gear. when I think about eleven, like even coming in as a. a, a first timer to the end game and just seeing people who had just started the new dynamics that had just come out and seeing them with that gear was like so awesome. And then it was like the rel- for the longest time, if you had a riddle, a relic or like a hog plus one, even yeah. it was like the most like in scorpion harness. Remember when that was like 12 million? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, if totally. Someone who had that, it was like, how the hell? It took a lot of time, time and gill. But once you had it, you're like, I feel fucking awesome. And yeah. like I was trying to um, say, uh, with we- blue mage, <clears throat> And I mean, it was awesome was for years. They didn't get out class next month. Yeah, yeah, that's... Alme, the Empyrean weapon. I, I got my Almace, and it just changed everything. Like, it, you know, not, the weapon skill, uh, Sean Duchesne, it's French, I can't fucking pronounce it. <laughs> CDC, I'll call CDC for short. And you no longer re- re- had to rely on your spells for damage because CDC, when you put, have the right, when you have your weapon skill gear... Holy shit! You know, it's actually, it's actually damage. Uh, it's weird that you actually say it that way. You don't have to rely on your spells as much. Uh, Daggeron Solaris uh, says in the chat that uh, Yoshida actually says that one of the reasons he doesn't want gear like that is because then it becomes at a, it comes to a point where you're not allowed into certain raids unless you have that item. And that's actually a good thing. It's actually, um, I'm actually kind of, gl- I mean, as much as I missed that part about eleven. I'm actually pretty glad it's not, you know, introduced. It's not in here because it just kind of puts it puts. Uh, I want to say unfair advantage, but like they were more like they were more like. Well, I guess you could say kind of like unfair. I, I don't know how to put it. It's just. People, yeah, the people. way this game runs it is that they do allow for more accessible gear. Whether or not it's best in slot doesn't necessarily matter. You have the tombstone, you have the crystal tower, exactly. you have the coil, you have all of that, right. which makes it more accessible. Whereas right. in eleven, it was like you don't even have a swift belt; you have to go camp well, glory, this glory fucking thing that you're not allowed uh, well, the, until you get that. The, the other, the other side of that coin. The other, you know, like, and I understand that, like, that's sound logic, and I totally get it, and and Yoshida's right. 
But the other side of that coin is that things don't feel as much like an accomplishment for as long. You know, like now, uh, now the, gear is just an item level, and that's like okay, good. I'm not just that, not just that. But I mean, like the people who have Zeta weapons, they feel special for like a week until everyone else has their Zeta weapon. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and There's that, no true accomplishment. Yeah, and 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 also because you know that that gear is going to be out of date as of the next patch or the next. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the frustrating part. There felt like a long term investment and reward. A long-term well, reward out of absolutely. out of eleven. Well, and it comes down to the the model of game that they've chosen in the in in 14's model. Glory gear really doesn't work. It's very you know one level, then to the next level, then to the next level. Whereas you know we always talk about eleven had the more horizontal approach to the game. In that approach, you can have glory gear. In this one, I don't think it works. And, and Tenor Martin in the chat had a good point, too, is that in 14, you only have to optimize one set, whereas in 11, every weapon skill you had had a different set. So then That's there were true pieces too. that were optimal for, like, Tachikasha, and that were optimal for, depending on which weapon skill you Get were using. Get out of using. here with that samurai So there talk. was a reason, hey, mm-mm. Samurai's the best. There was a reason why you would hang on to that gear that was level 50 because it had one more strength or maybe this weapon skill was based on intelligence and it was one of the only pieces Samurai could, you know, or whatever could use with intelligence and it yeah. mattered. Yeah. Whereas this game, mm-hmm. it, it there's none of that. And and I, I, don't, I there's, a, there's a part of me that misses that though. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, well, we need that in 14. If there's just a part of me that misses that, no, that was I, a well-designed I, system. I agree, but what that also does too, when you get to a point, like for example, if you had a riddle or a cracking club for certain jobs, that's it, it's over. Yeah, skill no longer played a part in that. That's true. You because just became way, you became a lawnmower because of the way that 14's design now and the direction they take it with skill. I think plays a much larger role. In this game, which right. I will take over the whole glory gear kind of system any day. I just picture like a Nero with this cracking club <laughs> swinging it wildly as other people herd monsters into it. <laughs> God, it's like I remember that it's, shit too. It's Crack like Eater uh, Dark Knight. Another weapon that Blue Mage couldn't quit. That was bullshit. <laughs> you know, well, I don't think we need to talk about the, the, the trials of Blue Mage and how underpowered they were. <laughs> Blue Mage was just <laughs> fine on its own. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I didn't need the Kraken Club. I didn't need the riddle. I had all, you know, but you wanted it. Days, like, why do I need that? There's no need for it. Yeah, but they or, should be able to equip it. You're right. Okay. Yeah, speaking another of thing I also want to touch on um, real quick. Uh, you're talking about, you know, job harmonization. Uh, harmonization. Oh, I can't fucking talk. Homogenization. Um, yeah, thanks. You milk. Excuse me. Oh, shit. But, uh, uh, but how they're getting, getting around the same. But when I'm looking, I'm looking through like the tank notes, right? And it seems more different. They, they, they have more abilities that set themselves apart. Paladin uh-huh. has that ability, D- Divine Veil. You put him up, he activates it. You, one dude cures him, it spreads around the around the surroundings and puts a berry on them. Pretty nice utility. Um, warriors can, ha- you know, they can self heal once again. Um, well, all of them can self heal, but they had that uh, that was it raw intuition where anything that t- comes from the front, you know, is an automatic parry. Of course, if you get hit from the sides or the back, well, that's a crit on your ass and. You, might be fucked if you get hit pretty hard. And they have darks. Um <coughs> oh, it's pleasant. Don't Thanks. die. Yeah, you all right there? <coughs> oh, good. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is awesome to have on a show. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I apologize about that. That was very unprofessional on my part. Um, what, what was that they had? Um, 
<laughs> well, and that would that homogenization been more more tanky and wars are more been like about healing themselves. And so, like, I mean, when we're talking, then we're not talking about the exact same job. Obviously, they play a little differently. Right? Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and no one no one's saying that they are that they're becoming clones of one another. Right. Either. And plus, the other thing about homogenization doesn't just come down to the fact that nobody has unique abilities because obviously everybody has very unique abilities, but it comes down to the way that they play. Right. So, for example, one of Jux's biggest concerns is when you look at black mages, they stay stationary and do their casting. Bards are the complete opposite. They run around, and now they're getting this ability that says, hey, you want to do more damage? Stand still. Right. Obviously, they still have a slew of abilities that are completely different from Black Mage because they don't have to cast anything, but it still starts to make their play styles similar. But being, yeah, being a rooted DPS, a rooted range DPS at that point, it has taken a degree of freedom or a degree of uniqueness away from exactly. Bard. And I'm nervous about that because, I mean, even I a Bard at the top of their play style right now will not top DPS in any endgame raid. And so, and what made them keep up basically in DPS is that they could DPS while moving and kind of anywhere without any positions. And so doing this, I'm just a little bit nervous about its future in Endgame. But. So they probably well, put it in there thinking this will help push them over the top in raid situations. Maybe, but the thing is, is there's so much dodging in in raid. But they I can still DPS while they move, right? This hasn't hurt yes. their ability to yeah. DPS while moving, so that shouldn't hurt them any. Well, no, well, but that, then you're not no, no. doing ideal DPS, and that's, and that's the that, point. That's all that matters yeah. for DPS is how much damage you put out. Because right. no, but what I mean, job. though, is, is if the concern is that they're going to have to move at some point and not be able to do that stand plant in DPS, well, if they have to move and they can still deal good, good damage while moving... You should do it's, that. It's going to be a situational based on the raid. There'll be some raids where you can do more because you can stand still longer than others, and I think that's just a balance we'll have to figure out as players. Thanks for the call, Ryuichi. We really appreciate it. And uh, don't die. Good, good to yeah. Good to hear from you again. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't die. Yeah, get that lung checked out. Uh, yeah. So so why don't we talk about the tanks then? Because out of, out of all the updates that I saw when it comes to jobs, uh, the tanks, I feel, are the ones that have gotten more notes about being uh, made more alike. And they actually said, you know, we're trying to make Warrior and Paladin a little, more, a little bit more in line with how Dark operates, mm-hmm. but they haven't really given them much that's going to differentiate them besides what they already have. Well, I, I just I, I think now that all tanks will have you know an element of stance dancing and an element which of, is a cool it, it's a cool concept it is a cool concept and an, also an element of uh you know of DPS so so having an option for pumping out DPS when you're off tanking all all three tanks are getting those or when you're in crystal I think tower that's good because I mean when we've had two tanks it's pretty much just been in any end game situation paladin main tank warrior off tank right it's been like that now that there's three tanks they're trying to find a balance that says you can take any combination of these three and have a good main tank and a good off tank and it doesn't matter which one you choose. Right. And I think in that sense, it's it's fine. And I'm not, I'm you know, I mean, even though now Defiance and Shield Oath add the same kind of buffs and Paladin's getting a dot finisher and stuff, that's fine. I think as long as it, as long as they still play differently enough that they don't feel like the same job, I'm S- totally cool with that. See, now here's here's the thing though, is that, um, and, and everyone is going to be shocked by what I'm about to say, but what I think was, what I think is, is that, you know, they had mentioned that when they were going to add Samurai, that they were going to add it as a tank and it would have been an evasion and parry based or parry heavy tank. And 
I actually think that that would have been a much more interesting route you to go. You know, I, you know, I actually I agree with you, but I know that's kind of it's you're biased. You're biased. That's your bias. That's your bias, that's no, your no, bias no. talking, Nika, and that's I've okay. Always thought, I've always thought that Perry was an interesting stat that they did nothing with. No, I, so. and and I agree, and I agree, and now you know, now okay, automatically the automatic Perry from the front that Warriors are getting. Okay, cool. But that I doesn't depend on the stat. It's it's just, it, it doesn't depend on the stat, but I think. How much damage you mitigate does depends on strength. That depends on strength. Oh, it that, de- depend on that depends on strength. Stat. Okay, yeah. so you're still so, not so Perry to still does it d- does dick for that. Okay, yeah. great. But <laughs> yep. but it, okay, so so that's a valid point that that, that Perry is a hugely underutilized stat in general. But it, you know, when again making the comparison back to FF11, uh, you know, you had two distinct, very, very, very distinct. Oh my god! Style Link of tanking. tanking. I mean, well, Ninja yeah. wasn't that was to a, be a you, tank. You, Again, that's where we're saying the players kind of experimented and discovered that on their own. That's I think, true. I think they're that's trying to true. keep away from eleven on this one though, because eleven. You talk about jobs that went unused. It was always either Ninja was great or Paladin was great. They were never both and, usable. And in the end, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. That's not true. It was always ninjas were great or Paladin with Aegis or O-Chain. That's it. Sure. I mean, that's those were your options <laughs> but, because if you didn't have one of those, you were a worthless Paladin. And, you were well, not and, a paladin. and in the end, they yep, just gave uh, you know, and Paladin it, <laughs> they got shoved away. And in the, the end, the Paladin just ended up subbing Ninja anyway, and you got a little bit of the best of both worlds. And at some, right. at one point, at I one feel point, like yes. a lot of times we ended up Paladin subbing Red Mage, which was interesting too. <laughs> that was a big thing. I don't know, but but regardless, I think that that right now what they should be doing instead of trying, uh, like I'm sure they have a great idea for for what Dark is and what's going to come out, and it probably will play a little bit different. But it probably will. Yeah, I mean, this ma- is again magic tanking is is definitely they've different. they've been giving a lot of of the, the the old tanks abilities that that or or you know kind of clones of what like the other ones have so it literally looks like they are making them the same and and uh, Nika how do you play a paladin like, like literally tell me about your rotation <laughs> <laughs> um paladin rotation is pretty much one two three all it right really is it, uh, warrior but, rotation but, uh, no 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 to be fair but to they're be... changing i mean they're changing it there are other things you have to pay a lot more attention to your defensive cooldown yes that's you what i was to gonna pay, say yeah your um, your cooldown it's it's less about your you know your enmity combo mm-hmm. because yeah. that's that's pretty automatic like I mean, paladin has a lot of you've got a, off global cooldown that does extra damage you have to use at the right time right. and that kind of stuff yes and w- and, and and they are adding a dot finisher, which will change up Paladin a little bit. So I'm not too worried about that. I've never found Paladin boring because of that. I find that because I can I can keep my enmity going, I can focus more on learning the mechanics because I know that it, until I make a mistake and fuck up, I don't learn not to do it. So well, it's, I, it's I not so of, much about it's, it's nice if stuff. you get bored or not because uh, I've played Paladin now to level like 20 maybe. And and essentially what what I've seen and granted I know it's only 20 levels right, but it's like you run in, you do your combos to to build up enmity. And then you just you try not to die, which is through defensive cooldowns. How how different from that is warrior? It's a bit different. It is a bit different. Yeah, okay. I mean, warrior has stacks that once you reach a stack, you can use multiple different types of moves. Some okay, and enemies, and that's some are cool. damage, some are. Um, we obviously have abilities all... that will ignore defiance's damage down thing, which I think would be something. Okay, cool no, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Well, and and you've got to worry. you've got inner beast, which will you know if you if you can pump out high damage, you can take a nice a nice heal from that as well. 
Oh uh, yes, yeah, you know that, that's, that's it's a good really way cool. to it's a good way to mitigate about you know like uh, you know yeah. I mean, warriors' cooldowns are different than paladins. Paladins right. are almost purely defensive, whereas warriors are like, I'm going to take this damage, and in the meantime, it will heal me, or like every damage I take does damage back to the okay. The yeah, th- th- that's great. Then I think what they should have done then is is focus paladin more on on its its buff or its its defensive stuff, right? And with warrior, give them more of that. And what it actually reminds me of, and in, in, in the point that I wanted to try and get to. Uh, obviously, we all know what your your traditional tank is, which is the paladin. Mm-hmm. You know, just cooldowns out the wazoo. Right. Blink tanking is pretty self-explanatory too. It's all about evasion and parrying. Which you're right. If they would have brought in like samurai as that kind of tank, that would have been fantastic. It would have been something completely new and different. The other tank that I'm most familiar with from World of Warcraft is a Death Knight in Blood Spec, which they take a lot of damage, but it's all about building your HP back up through the moves that you use, or extending your max HP, and uh, near the end of it, they got a buff called Blood Shield, which whenever you did damage, it essentially gave you a barrier that had to be smashed through first, and that's what Warrior kind of reminds me of with with its whole self-healing things. So instead of going into Heaven's Ward trying to be like, all right, you know, this is cool stuff that we're giving the Death Knight, let's give a little bit to the little bit of that to the other tanks now. I think that they should have tried to take what they already have, the concepts that they already have in place, and build on those more. Right. Well, like I, for example, I expected Paladin to get a bit more in 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 the way of straight damage mitigation because that's what they were already really good at yeah, and instead absolutely. instead you know yeah you guys get some you get a you get a, a, yeah, a, a dot you guys get a dot and you in a and a eminent or in a, uh, i'm sorry a dps combo cool you, you know it just it it just it, it it just seemed like they were gonna they took paladin from the direction that it was in which was straight damage mitigation and turned it and was like, oh, but I you should I have a damage. I think that's because they're too. introducing a third tank and they want to make all three tanks viable in any position rather than saying because Paladin has yeah. all this defense, it has to be maintained. No, you know I what? think you're, no, I, I, Quick you're question totally, there. Quick question totally there. Valid. You said that they want to make every tank viable or do you mean they don't want, like, for example, they gave this to Paladin because the other two have it? So is it about making all tanks viable or be like, oh, you know what? Paladin doesn't have this ability. What if they decide they don't want to use Paladins because of it? Now we have to give them this ability because that there is one of the pitfalls of the job homogenization. I I mean, as it is right now, I don't think I've ever been in a party where it's like the warrior will main tank and the paladin will off tank. And I think that they really want with this addition of a third tank and same thing with the healer. I feel like that's why with the different stances for Astrologian, I think that it really allows any combination at all. I mean, like a warrior, dark knight, paladin, dark knight, or a warrior and paladin or whatever will always work. Which I think is what they're also trying to do with healers, since there's only three. You know, I cast in the chat saying that warrior main tank, paladin off tank is the most efficient right now. I, I've actually I've I've heard that as well. Uh, that that that's that that's what an efficient the, route like, of going. I I don't know. Don't ask me. I, I have believe, no idea. I believe I've it's heard because some people testing and saying that with a, a paladin and sword oath over time does like increasingly more DPS than a warrior. Thank you. Tank. I yeah. don't know. There's something about that. I haven't done the testing myself, but... From what I've read and what I understand, it's that Sword Oath Paladins do more damage as off-tanks than Warriors do. And so that's why uh, Warriors are Isn't that better main tanks. Isn't that literally what she just said? How? I, I wasn't paying attention. How, though? Th- that is. Like, because I, Warriors have so many abilities that, that help them, you know, focus to, to, to do more damage. It's because Sword damage. Oath is so overpowered. 
you're basically getting a second auto attack. Yeah, okay. Shad Raven pointed it out in the way I was trying to explain it, is that Warrior does more DPS while it's tanking than a Paladin does. So oh. you can have a okay. Warrior, that a makes warrior, a lot of yes, sense. So then the Warrior then, off tank does definitely does more than a Paladin off tank. However, Paladin main tanking does literally no damage, whereas Warrior tanking plus the Paladin off tanking will do more together. Because doing Thank your you, Shad Raven, is what's that, healing yes, you. That right? makes yeah. sense. That's that's that makes total sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that makes total sense. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I just I, I have concerns. I, I, really, they're only it's, it's only from a from kind of like an abstract place i'm not really concerned i'm not uh, i mean no yeah i, I get again, that until we actually see what happens it's hard well, to know and and i and i also do have a fair bit of uh, of, of faith and trust in uh, in square enix they've done very well with 14 so far i think 3.0 is going to be uh, a step in the right direction but uh we'll see you know will will jobs continue to get more samey as we go along what, what do you think i think it depends how they go about it i think if if they end up focusing on how much damage something is doing and and trying to balance around that then i think that yeah i think we will end up seeing uh the 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 bad side of job homogenization but i think the way to start differentiating it is to start giving people more utilities things that don't necessarily affect how much damage you're doing but survivability and for those who say well you don't necessarily need that right now in raid situations so start building it into raid situations you know give give uh paladins you know a few utilities that don't just affect them but affect the rest of the raid that that you know gives shields or you know warriors can give some type of i don't know temporary hp or bloodlust stuff i I don't know but just start giving more people utilities and start making us work those utilities into it to survive instead of having one hit mechanics it's like you either dodge this or you die give us ways to survive it with what we have and that would be a hell of a lot more interesting and we also have a caller on the line we have danielle j from goblin hey what's up danielle hey what's going on man uh, not much just chilling going like a villain <laughs> that's what's up uh so what do you want to talk about today um i mostly want to talk about they said there's going to be a job in a new patch that's actually going to be similar to pup like y'all remember that from 11 oh yeah oh we, yeah we, we try not to but yes we remember <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Pup was my main, and I remember they used to bash on Blue Mages pretty hard. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so we sorry. Did, we did. We did used to give Blue Mages a lot of shit. But well, they weren't very good until like Abyssia came out. Uh, no, 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 they were I good before that, that. Do you not remember the time we were in Nizul and our tank went down and our uh, beneficiary like basically soloed the rest of it for us as blue, and we're like, what? Yeah, we just used entire parties of Blue Mages against Pandemonium Warden. Like that was. I, I was think Pandemonium. I meant like right when Blue Mage came out, like people didn't know what to do with the job. Yeah, well, you so said until what, Abyssia. That Abyssia was later. Yeah, that that kind of well, covers a lot more than just the beginning. <laughs> when because it comes Square out. Enix didn't explain dick about the jobs. People were back tanking mobs that never gave fucking moves. I mean, like it's it was. A, remember that shit was kind of confusing until we uh, we we were able to dat dig days later. <laughs> Anira, oh my Anira. god, we we have a caller. Okay, yes. Don, Don, yeah, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to, to, to derail you. Yes, a uh, job uh, is similar to Pup. Yes. Uh, like, cool. I'm curious about that one, how that one will work, because Pup was actually my main in 11, and I was hoping that if it's like Pup, maybe I can get, like, I don't know, maybe something will feel familiar. Because I feel like in 14, it's somewhat like 11, but I kind of miss the grind a little bit. Are, are like you referring to Machinist, level. or... It, but it must be Machinist with the different attachments for your gun and the turret that you can deploy. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about how exactly Machinist is going to play. Right. If if you if what you're hoping for is something that plays similar to Puppet Master, you're I don't probably I, I not going to get it. You're never going to get that because they were designed in a way to where they worked best on their own, and that kind of solo market. Right now, anyway, just it, it doesn't exist. Now, when we get into Heaven's Ward and they basically unlock all this previous content that we can do with whoever we want, how many we want, at, at what level we want, that might be a little bit different, but in its current incarnation, I don't think you're going to get that particularly. Now, I never played Pup myself, so as far as how it operated, like... Quote yeah. unquote, rotation wise, that I can't really see. I yeah, feel like I don't the know. Puppet Master was kind of how Summoner is now. Like you use the one attachment or the one eggy for the, the end game fights, and that was pretty much it. Like I think most Puppet Masters just use the caster uh, pup all the time. Like I don't think there was really much of any. Like they had all these options, but you'd never use them because there was one that was the best. Just like Garuda, you use all the, the time. The Ranger Frame. Oh, oh Ranger Frame was good. Too. Yeah, yeah, Ranger Frame. Yeah. I think the thing with Puppet Master was that. They want to make all the damage come through the puppet, and really there isn't really an analog to that in 14, because all your damage for summoner comes from the summoner, but and then your like, right. Garuda pet is just like kind of like a, a cooldown. They're trying to make it an even more pure pet job than Beastmaster yeah, was, and exactly. there's just no real... Like, the current well, meta could, of 14, I can't... I don't know how you would put a true pet job you in. You could do that. It's just a matter of whether or not it be any good because of how shitty you know your pets are in this game how unresponsive they are well and and i think that they they can't go back to like your pet being the source of the most of the dps because then you'll i mean like people will complain that it's not that fun to play or that they don't right. have to, you know they don't have to pay attention or things like that you know like that would be Juxta's favorite job i know that not sure anyone that was complaining about uh playing pup or beastmaster if they like those jobs like <laughs> you like if you, that was your I mean, thing same like, reason dragoon is some people saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding and you know what i think that's another reason where we probably won't see any kind of like like true pet jobs or or the fact that that summoner is in such rough shape and they are the only pet job, and the fact that they haven't even give, given Dragoons their dumb wyverns yet, and they're still butthurt about that. <laughs> I don't I'm know. so butthurt about it. I don't know how, how forward Squaring's is going to be about introducing another pet job. That's like primarily job is the pet. Right. I have like well Machinist accepted, is yeah. going to be like your damage is the yeah. Machinist, and your, your little thing that you deploy is either going to be like a trap, or it's going to be a buff, or it's going to be like something like that. It's, it's, a, it's a utility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I I don't think I you know people who have drawn the parallels between machinist and pup are are completely right. And if you're looking for something like pup in FF14, I'm just not sure you're going to be gonna disappointed. Yeah, yeah. You Keep know looking. what, Nero? Thinking about this, you and I are extremely fortunate. You know, I mean, you're getting your dark, which is also a tank, which yes. you love doing. So yes. that's really cool for you. And the yes. other day, I had a friend ask me because uh, he wanted he actually want uh, puppet master to be put into 14. And he's like, when do you think we'll ever see it? And I'm like, honestly, I don't think we will. No. And he's like, well, what? Job would you like to, to see put in in the future? You know, and I'm like, I, I, I have my job. Yeah, I got it. Ninja. And he's I got like, it. well, don't you want Thief? And I'm like, look, well, what you have to understand is it is a Thief. Yeah. Okay. It looks like a ninja. It's called Ninja, but it literally has just about every single move from FF11. Now that it's getting now that it's getting now that it's getting the hate plan. Yeah. And it's yeah. getting the hate stuff, and and it just operates so much better. I basically got like Thief plus one, and I absolutely love it. So I don't need anything else. Now my thing with Ninja, I feel like Thief has more like room to grow. 
in terms of like abilities and aesthetics and stuff. Like you can steal stuff, you can do enmity stuff. But with ninja, it's treasure like treasure hunter. Yeah, treasure hunter and stuff. Like both ninja, <laughs> like you have all this cool stuff like running and jumping and the mudras and ninjutsu and stuff. But after that, like where are you gonna go with like the AF? It's like oh, you're gonna have another ninja looking set i mean i don't really feel like there's like a lot of room and to so, grow. So you're you're, con- you're concerned about the, the future yeah the future of ninja re-glamour re-glamour <laughs> and, and moves because well, right now the they're thing. like taking like a whole bunch of like thief stuff so uh, it's like but i think they can still keep working in that direction because the idea of a thief and a rogue and a ninja are already so closely connected i think that what they could start doing and, and again, this is this is something that they could use to help get away from the homogenization is start trying to work on a stealth game. Make our rotation more based around like, you know, going like into hide or like a bomb thing, going in and out of that and juggling uh, the stance could actually be a type of combat stealth. You want to give me positionals with a combat stealth where I have to go into stealth to get behind it and hit it a certain way or in front of it. I will take positionals then. Isn't that already kind of like sweet time, though? But that's just casting it on them, like an actual da- like stance dancing where you go in and out of it. And there could be other benefits to it as well. But I think that kind of idea would be really cool. Play with it, Square Enix. Just, just you know, play around with it a little bit, you know, put into testing maybe. You know, play, so you, play with hey, me, Square Enix. Just juggle the balls. What's that? Does it Ninjas have different poisons where you can swap them to change the utility of a move? No, stop, stop, stop. Nika, stop. It's a thing. Nika, stop. Uh, I think he wants you to stop. Just saying, it's a thing. Okay, so I'm going to deviate a little bit from the outline, but to go along with like the tanks homogenization, I feel like healers are getting less homogenized with the addition of astrologians. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think you're right. I think healers are probably in the best position right now when it comes to the juxtaposition. (laughs) Sure, they're in the juxtaposition. (laughs) No, well, but they're stupid. They are. They are taking. They are taking what white mage already does well, and they're making it do it better. Yep. And plain and simple. And they're and they're giving more utilities to Scholar that are unique to Scholar. Mm-hmm. So I and then and then there's Astrologian, which I mean I, I It's I mean, a little we, of column A and a little of column B. Uh, yeah, well, I would even go so far as to call them uh, uh they're a hybrid healer. Not not in the true sense of high or the usual sense of hybrid a, where you can do multiple roles. Well, they're but. a bit of a wild card because we don't I mean that's going to be the job where I think we have to get hands on really see how it functions to be able to determine how it plays or what your rotation's going to yeah. be. I've said I, a bro- lot of a lot of people well, I'm just saying a lot of people have been coming out with the ideal dark knight rotation based on the information that we have and that's cool and all I, I it's just you know like I don't think you can I'm not sure that you can do that with Astro I think that well, is that something gonna... you can do with healers at all? Like I, that's something I never you understood with healers yeah. is how healers, healers have, have rotations. rotations. No, it's it's yeah, all right. reactionary. Respond to situations, right? It's all reactionary. And the thing with astrologians, like I said it before, they're either going to be so so good because of the ability to switch what stance you want to be in, what sect you're in, and if you want shields or regen, and then you're also going to have the buffs that you give to party members. That's either going to be so good that you're going to want one in every single party or it's going to be so nerfed and so not good that you're not going to want any of them because they're so weak. Now you see, there we go. I think that's the thing to look forward to as far as the homogenization goes for healers is that if Astrologian is, ends up being so good that you always have to have at least one of those. You know, you, don't, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, we can just have whatever you want. They're always going to be like, no, we have to have at least one Astrologian. Then what you're going to see is either nerfs to it 
which I know everyone hates nerfs, but that right. might be the safer way to go because the other way to go is to start giving what the astrologians have to, to the other jo- to yes. the other two healers to compensate for that. You're absolutely right, and I think that that's that. I don't. I I'm not a fan of that style of development. I just I have a feeling that it's not going to go that way. I mean, just looking at the way White Mage and Scholar work right now and the way they play off of each other, I can't see a situation where you couldn't take a White Mage and an astrologian, a Scholar and an astrologian, or keeping a White Mage and a Scholar and not being able to do well. I just don't see that happening. No, absolutely. I don't think it's going to make the other two bad at any point. But, for example, let's say that you have uh, uh, a white mage, okay? And normally, you bring a white mage and a scholar, okay? Having an astrologian means that you can have that combination no matter what you want. You want a white mage and a white mage, you have them go the sect that, you know, gives... Know, the, region. Ge- the, the, the region you want or a white ma- you want a white whatever. mage and a scholar then you just have the astrologian go the one that gives the barriers you want a scholar and a scholar you bring in a scholar and you have your astrolo like with the astrologian you have either of those combinations regardless if they play as good as we think they're going to play so uh we we did have a caller thank you very much danielle for uh for your call oh, yes we didn't thank you <laughs> uh, thank you but uh but yeah thank you i think shout out shout out to goblin uh we gobble, gobble. Uh, we, heard some cool people on goblin. hey there we have a lot of fans on goblin goblin are a bunch of cool motherfuckers choo choo gob uh so yeah um i i don't know guys are we uh are we pretty satisfied with that i uh, you know i kind of had a final thought and then we brought danielle in i mean did you guys want to give your, your your final thoughts on 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 the idea or, well, you or the can direction go, go Go ahead and go ahead and okay, kick us off. Well, Ascalia, uh, what do you think? Final final thoughts on either the direction that they're taking or just the topic in general. Sure. Well, good job. Uh, juxtaposition. <laughs> I feel like they're Wait, doing what? a pretty good job. Oh, that ju- was rude. <laughs> what? I'm <laughs> calling bullshit. Oh, okay. So it's, a, it's okay if Happy does it to you on his show, but I can't do it to Ascalia on my show. <laughs> Sorry, our show. Our show. <laughs> on our show. Oh, that's <laughs> bled through there for a I'm moment, calling, didn't I'm it? Yes. Uh, no. Go ahead, Escalia. So I think uh, you look at homogenization. If it is right now, I don't think it's a humongous problem. It, as we talk about, it has the potential to become an issue. Right. If it does, I think uh, SE can look around. Lots of other games have made those kinds of issues work. League of Legends has hundreds of champions that they have to make play differently. And they did have a big homogenization problem a couple of years ago where all the champions started coming out and feeling very similar. So now they've not only gone the extra length to make sure new introduced champions are different, but they've started to rework old champions. You know, as well. you mentioned that, and and you said that when this happens, that they completely rework it, and it's completely they, different. They keep the base themes of the right. champion, but really expand on the gameplay. This has happened actually multiple times uh, in, in expansion resets for World of Warcraft. Uh, mm-hmm. Our uh, um, beneficiary has always been a, a hunter, and she was always like the best at it. Right. And when one expansion came out, they just like completely tore it down, and she didn't recognize it anymore. They did and that with Rogue at one point. They, they, they? They've done it with tons of them, yeah, and, and well, and well, it does you know get the point across that okay, you know now it's different. It upsets a lot of people because it could end up turning what your favorite class is into something completely unrecognizable. Right. And it's really bad in World of Warcraft because that's your character, and if you have like all your achievements, all your pets, yeah. all your mounts on it, and you don't like you your character, mode, what are you gonna do? Imagine but, if you couldn't change off a Dark Knight and Nero, and they turned it into samurai. Yeah, no, you'd be I'm, Nika 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Square Enix has always done right, and something I've really loved about their MMOs is that they don't follow that model particularly. Right? Yep. Yeah, is that no matter what, no matter what job balancing comes, you, your character's not fucked. You know, yeah. 
Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm sure that we'll hear from a lot of uh, pre-nerf rangers in 11. Um, <laughs> God, but, they're still crying about oh, that. I know. People still bitch about no, that But shit. that's where, like, if they look at someone like Riot, who does it really well, they identify what is essential to, like, what do people love about this champion? Yeah, absolutely. We'll that's build great, around that. That's a great way to look at it, too. Yeah. Um, Juxta, your thoughts on, on the topic? Well, I feel like some homogenization is, is necessary because oh, absolutely. When, when you look at Bard... You need a bard in coil because of the TP regen that you get or the magic debuff. And so they're giving that to machinist. Now you have a choice between machinist and bard. And also with monk, you need that dragon kick debuff so you don't get hit as hard. So on that regard, it's good, but I feel like they need to homogenize the uh, the important buffs so that even you don't have to bring a monk every single time. You can bring this other job or whatever. But they also need to make sure they don't give goad to everyone because you don't need goad. I was going to say, it depends on how they do it. Like, for example, yeah, okay, bards can give TP to everybody. But goad is sort of a decent alternative. I mean, yeah. it can't be given to everybody at a time, but, but it's different. And obviously exactly. having invigorate is, is another sort of way to go. Right. But I think if they are going to do that, finding different ways to do that mm-hmm. is what's going to keep it interesting. Exactly. Um, Nika? Um, my thoughts are I honestly really like the way that they've done it so far and mm-hmm. like how they, they've managed, like what I brought up before is that they've managed to make each job kind of rely on each other. And I have a lot of faith. And I mean, I don't know if everyone does, but I have a lot of faith in Yoshi and in the Square Enix as the game currently stands that they're not going to fuck that up. And I hope that they don't prove me wrong because I will be extremely crushed because I do have a high hope for this. Yeah, just, uh, just don't blizzard it, Essie. <laughs> and uh, yeah. a Nero. Um, I, you know, I, uh, I, I think that Square Enix has, uh, again, been very adept at keeping balancing among the jobs as they have existed through all, out, throughout all of the 2.0 development. Uh, remarkably balanced and remarkably consistent. They have done a great job at making sure that no one job is is so clutch that you must bring them to everything or that no one job and yes i'm even including you lull dragoons uh is so bad that you have to exclude them from everything so they've done a great job and eat a dick and- <laughs> As much as you would like to exclude them, you don't have to. You don't have to. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and that's a, I think that's a great job. It's a great balancing act, uh, that Square Enix has done so far. And now they've got a task in front of them to get from 50 to 60 and then wherever we go from there and to keep the, keep that balance, uh, you know, in perspective. I really hope that they do that without making jobs too similar to play. Absolutely. That's my, my, my biggest concern, uh, you know, obviously, look, we've got the Trinity and the, the jobs have to adhere to the Trinity. So DPS, for as much as we want them to have some buff skills, they're just going to their primary reason for being there is to put up numbers. And so that's going to be their primary function. That's never going to change. And we're not going to be able to get away from the Trinity, because if we do, we have to redesign every fucking fight in the game. They're not going to do that. This is the Trinity that we're going to have 
have that for as long as uh, Final Fantasy XIV is a thing. So for those of you who want Red Mage so bad or Blue Mage, I just don't see. I don't not in the not in the way that they not in the way that they yeah that they exist yeah not in the hybrid way or the way or the uh, you know one specific role category because look then then that job is going to be excluded from light party content and can only be included in eight man content and who wants to play that shit yep uh so you know like it it just i i i and i think it stands to mention that i do love the flexibility of 11 and and you know a lot of people who listen to the state of the realm episode just you know wanted to write me off as someone who wants ff14 to be more like ff11 and i am hipster neckbeard right yeah and i i I just i'm not sure that that's i'm not sure that that's exactly fair i think that there were elements of 11 that i liked that could be brought over to ff14 but the job flexibility is not one of them Mm -hmm. it's just it's a core function of the game and i just i hope that square enix keeps everything balanced all right. So, Kelly, you strategically positioned yourself last for yeah, this one. Nice job. No, I already went, but then we brought oh. Don Yellen. Ah. Yeah. Oh. I so, see. way to pay attention, dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also just realized, and, and, and I did read the outline prior, but I just realized the state of the realm was here, and I did it at the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, you ass. <laughs> My bad. Nice. <laughs> nice job. Nice, nice job. Uh, by the way, if you want to call in, if you've got any uh, any thoughts to share, you can add us on Skype, Limit Break Radio, or give us a call, 810-515-8715. We will take your call. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, let us know. How do you feel about job homogenization? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Do you want to see more of it? Do you want to see flex roles? Do you want to see hybrid roles? What do you want to see in FF14? Do you want to see glory holes? Glory holes! Wait, what? Nutter's gonna nut. <laughs> God yeah! damn it! Yes! He walked oh. into that one! <laughs> Straight oh. into your, how's your face feel? Oh, that damn it! Fucking hate you guys. You opened wide open for it, man. I did. Oh, I, so good. It did. Yeah. Yeah, I left myself wide open for that one. All right. Uh, thank you guys uh, for all of your calls. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you have any more, uh, we're still going to be here for a couple of minutes. Again, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715. Uh, so last week, uh, last Tuesday, in fact, uh, we, uh, Nika, Juxta, and I appeared on an episode of State of the Realm, uh, Mr. Happy's uh, podcast about Final Fantasy XIV, also hosted by Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, and other members of the Dream Network. Uh, you mean Slyaka? Slyaka, yeah, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't Slyaka, aka Sly. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. Anyway, uh, they were very nice uh, for having us on, and uh, we had a whole ton of fun, and just came and ran a big old LBR train on their show and made it. We last- LBR'd all over them. We did. Got we- their nose. I'm sure they don't regret it at all. Uh, I mean, everyone seemed to be having a good time. The listeners. No, I'm not. Well, I think I think th- I think people either loved it or they hated it or they hated it. Yes, and, and the vocal people I think on the show were the ones who loved it. Yes, but apparently the YouTube comments were a different story. Oh man, 
Man. They must have added more comments. The last time I read it, there was just a few slight criticisms. I didn't see anything. I, <laughs> slight criticisms. Slight I mean, criticisms, right. I mean, right. Like, nothing I read was like, oh, man, I feel really uncomfortable about their comment because I'm offended or something. Like, oh, no, no, no. I don't think it. No, nobody nobody pushed it. Nobody pushed it into like, the realm of like, like that. No, like not that I saw. Anything. I don't know. Th- I, I, I typically tend to think that that sort of shit is funny, but. Uh, no, it was, there was a lot, there was just a lot of really critical feedback about some of the things that I had to say on the show. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think any of it was to a point where, like, they're, you know, nobody was logical and, like, adult about it. It was all, why the fuck did they put peanut butter into my Twix? Where's the caramel? No, well, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it was like, oh, this guy's never played WoW, sure has a lot of opinions about WoW. You know, like, yeah, I mean, and then, and, then no, and then nothing. Yeah. And then nothing to back it up. Like, like, what did I get wrong about? Wow. If that's the case, like, I'd love to, you know, if there was a, a comment that, wow, of, this guy's so wrong about wow. Wow. I am tears. Yeah. That, that's I think it. The, the biggest thing I saw is that people on YouTube don't understand what the word elitist actually means. I think that well, was, it, I mean, they, but, I mean, they call all of us elitist or I don't think and compared to people I've met who were clearly elitist. None of us. I mean, all of us we have our like one thing that we were like care a lot about. But as as a whole, every time one of us would have an opinion, they'd be like, oh, there's that elitist attitude. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're just talking about from like a a player's point of view. And I didn't I don't I don't think that people really have never really met a true elitist player, if that's what they think. But Nika, you don't think we should have item levels going from the main storyline to level 90 because you want them to have to farm old content. That is elitist. That's very elitist. Now, generally, when people... <laughs> exactly when, no, generally, <laughs> when people think of elitist, they think that you have to be a fucking dick about it. But you can be an elitist and be the kindest, nicest person who wants everyone Nico. to have fun. <laughs> Nico. But you can still be elitist. There's nothing inherently negative about that term. It's just it's just commonly associated that way. <laughs> Nika, I'm sorry. I mean God, this in the nicest way. I mean this in the nicest Nika. way possible. But out of all of us, you are the most elite. But you know, goodbye. Okay, no, well, I can say that because I do the most end game content and I play a little bit more hardcore. So in the end, I'm going to have more opinions leading in that direction. I don't sure, think that makes sure. me like, oh, you have to play my way or you. No, suck. I, I never said that that's what you are. And no, but, and actually, that's the and, way that people are assuming. Yes, no, you're right, and that's true. and that's, that's actually true. never something that we we've said or encouraged either. But that's the way that people take it. You know, the, it's the way the culture's gone right now. If you don't agree with someone's opinion, you're a, you're elitist and you're. You're, you're, you're an asshole. Yeah, absolutely. You're an asshole. I disagree. Casual. I disagree yes. with you. So fuck you. All I mean, we've they, said they is get good a million times. We're a, we're a panel <laughs> of people. We're here to discuss and debate all possible viewpoints. And so if we have one that seems a little bit more like, I mean, none of us are saying my way or the highway. We're not going to judge you if you have a different opinion. But they think that means we're elitist. Well, right? no, but I, here's let's okay. Let's let's just talk about the way that we do this show for a second, okay? Because there are a lot of other podcasts, Final Fantasy. 14 and otherwise just in podcasts in general media outlets in general that are so obsessed with getting it right they just want to get the information right and they want every fact to be researched and uh you know they want all of their numerical values to be absolutely correct and then they have a discussion where they tell you all that, and then four people sit around and agree with each other. That's not a discussion. It's <laughs> fucking boring. It's boring. Oh. It's fucking boring. Like, and you know what? It's entertaining. It's not. Oh, it's, it's not. not entertaining. <laughs> what is it, Ben? 
It's boring. Oh, a okay. Nero, from, from, a Nero I, I have something to say to you. Yes. A Nero's a dick. He's a dick. <laughs> You're elitist. Big That's what you dick. Are. <laughs> Super dick. He's got a neck beard. A dirty neck beard. And he's an elitist dick. Elitist dick. Ninja. How long did it take you guys to come up with that? What do you mean? Uh, they got to bed around uh, two or three uh, last I night. Feel, I feel, I feel like that was that was like half of the car ride here, right? Like you guys were just like getting no. the harmonies right. Are you kidding? That's just like what we yeah, do. That was, that was like uh-huh. just now. See, no, I, the, I thought it was cute how Escalia tried to join in. I have no idea. <laughs> like, no, fuck that. Uh, no, come on. no idea. From a uh, Frosty TV said in chat, you guys break the limits on being elitist. <laughs> it's, but you know what? I'm, there's just there's a lot of fucking there's a lot of shows that that are just obsessed with getting everything right. And you know what? I'm not one of those people. I would much rather have an interesting discussion where I'm saying that uh, something where. I think it might be wrong or, you know, like, I don't know if it's 100% correct, but it moves the discussion in an interesting way. Then then sit around and have a bunch of people fucking agree with each other for an hour and a half. That just that just does not I don't that fucking bores me, bores me out of my skull. That's why I'm desperate for any of you motherfuckers who want to challenge us to call us on the air, because I think that shit is really fucking interesting. So, again, Limit Break Radio on Skype or 810-515-8715 is the number to call. And speaking of interesting calls, we have Angel Nabolo from the. Uh, from Behemoth. What's up, Angel? How's it going, man? No time, no speak, sir. Uh, okay, what's up? You don't even I'm Angel from 718. Okay. Oh, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> chilling, chilling. I just going to say this. I hate Juxta for his bullshit about controllers. We do, I too. I controller. Controllers suck. I hate you for that one. No. But <laughs> yeah. I do agree about the job that I just got in a little late, but there are some good things about what they said on... How they, the, the, the new jobs won't be cross class. People were bitching about that. I first saw that. And then on top of that, um, I'm just like, people are, are actually bitching about the new jobs, but nobody else is bitching about, like me, I play on the PSN. I haven't received my code and I have to wait till Monday. Right, right. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people really concerned about that. And I'm like, yo, how come? Nobody's bitching. I called. I may, I'm making the fact that I called so many times. They get tired of my ass. <laughs> well, I, and and they've they've come out and said like, hey, we're going to address the issue, and then it doesn't seem like anything has has really happened. Like like they said like, hey, we know that this is a problem, and then it's like, what is it like four days later, and people are looking at their watch like, dude, Friday's coming up. Yeah, Jesus, did like, you even Yo. try? And I sent the e- like multiple emails, all that bullshit about. Look, I pre-ordered since the first day it opened. Right. When pre-orders came in, I had went to GameStop, had issues with them, saying, oh, we could do it. When I got there, wasted money in the cab, said, oh, we can't do it. We could get you the regular edition. Right. I, I got banned from GameStop for cursing the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, I didn't care. You made me come waste cab money both coming and going home. Yeah. So I wanted to know, what's your take about... Um, aka um, Dark Knight, aka Grey Sword, aka the Trash. Uh, so, I put I put a picture up. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. I saw that. That was that was, that was 
That was pretty funny. Uh, he, I don't know. I, Interesting I, that a language as ancient as uh, the Japanese can get something so right right from the beginning. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, see, I knew that was coming. Oh, God. You're so predictable. Uh, no, I, th- I thought that was funny. Uh, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. Again, with the job homogenization, are you guys going to be able to make the accuracy jokes like you used to? Are you guys going to be able to make the same jokes about my greatsword sucking? Don't worry. Like you and Nero, and Nero <laughs> you're going to provide us with either. plenty of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you not. <laughs> I think everybody's gonna make jokes about every class, even about the how the the machinist is gonna be only able to um, or it's gonna be uh, having bar like the bar clothing. So I'm no longer gonna hear jokes about that. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, it, it seems like I don't know. Does it seem like they rooted Bard in favor of giving Machinist a little bit more of no, flexibility and positioning? Uh, Machinist gets a uh, buff just like the Bard. Oh, don't really no, stop yeah. moving. Uh, honestly, I don't think there's much more that, that I can say in any of it until we actually see how they perform. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, I, I mean, don't agree. I think I can talk about this for ages. So <laughs> let me keep talking about it. Oh no. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, Angel, thank you so much for no the problem, call, man. Guys. Do you have any shout-outs? Um, uh, Fox. Um, Sly Fox. I'm part of his um, free company. That's what's um, up? Cool, cool. I'm going to be doing a 24-hour stream on Friday, this Friday. Nice. So nice. I'm going to try and be up all night. 24-hour screen of 90K. Nice. Look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, get to see the so, new login so screen. I predict the uh, FF14 Heavensward section of Twitch right out of the gate for the for the early access. It's just going to be title screens for, for every, <laughs> every I mean, one of them. It's, yeah, there's just going to be 200 people streaming the title screen and trying to get in. Uh, it's uh, 200? <laughs> no, probably more than that. You're probably right. You're probably right. Remember Japan, uh, Britain. That's true. Yeah, everyone. Everyone is gonna. That's and that's really why why there's so many problems is that everyone worldwide is trying to get to be the first one. Meanwhile, and Nero's first. playing Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I kind of want to stream FF11 overnight that night, <laughs> <laughs> just to be a dick and literally have it say I'm playing FF14 in the Twitch stream in like the sub thing, the title, and then just play 11 all night long. Oh man. All right. Well, thank you very much, Angel. We appreciate the call, man. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, we uh, know that we we. We've noticed you a lot in the chat room and the, the Twitch chat, so uh, thank you for hanging out and uh, for being an awesome LB Army member. Um, but uh, you know, one of the uh, you know one thing one thing that I didn't get to touch on. There was one comment that uh, that uh, really stood out to me that I wanted to take a second and talk about, and uh, it was the idea that I am a quote unquote community figure. And that, therefore, I have some kind of responsibility (laughs) not to spread misinformation and lies to the FF14 community. I'm going to get you a business card that says, (laughs) a Nero Grigory community figure. (laughs) Community (laughs) figure. Figure. You have to spell it like that. Figure. Figure. F-I-G-U-R-R. And then the the rest of the card just says, totally accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only people with that responsibility i think are employed by square Enix. that is no one no one in the the community of the the social media podcasting none of that none of us are employed by square that Enix is absolutely correct but, and if fox news doesn't have to be accurate neither do we 
no, I'm sorry, Nika. Did you have a? Did no, you, no. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, and and that's the thing is that you know they 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 actually I, and I I loved this quote is that uh, if you do you run the risk of becoming the Rush Limbaugh of Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay. Anira was at half mass from that comment. Let's unpack a few things. First of all, we have never claimed to be an informational source. We've never claimed to be accurate. We've never claimed to be fair. And we've never claimed that we are the end-all be-all for any kind of FF14 discussion, talk, information, whatever. We're not a fucking wiki. We're not a guide. Anymore. Sweep that under the rug. Under the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't mention that. Shh, shh, shh. We are not a fucking information source. And then, so therefore, it is not contingent upon us to have everything researched and everything absolutely correct. I said before, I'm much more interested in having a interesting discussion where elements may be wrong or misinformed or half informed than I am having a completely factually accurate discussion that's boring as shit. Yeah, I would agree with that commenter if and only if we forefronted ourselves as the number one informational podcast, the we place are to go. The and that that's why people donated to our Patreon is because they like to hear the factual exactly. information. You know what them. we're the However, authority on? Nobody who, nobody who is a Patreon donor donates because of the information we exactly. get, I guarantee that. So unless exactly. that was the way we build ourselves, there is no obligation whatsoever for us to, to do that. You want to know what we're the authority on? Dick jokes. And the rump cock. <laughs> rump co- yeah, rump cock, dick ninjas, Nick dinges. Uh, Richard uh, Logan, attorney at law. Richard Logan, attorney at law. Astro Logan. So Astro Wolverines. Astro Wolverines. Yeah, space, space Wolverines. Space Wolverines. Thank you. Uh, wheelchairs. Wheelchairs. Salt- <laughs> salty salty wheelchairs. wheelchairs. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that one just rolls off the tongue, too. Don't uh, worry. Nero, the guy who made that comment to you immediately went over to Jon Stewart's YouTube page and said the exact same <laughs> thing to him. But, like, I, I would just... Look, we don't have a responsibility to... Look, first of all, we don't have to be nice. Like, let's let's just get that out of the way. The idea that we have to be fucking nice about anything or on any appearance that we make. No, we don't have to be. We don't have to sanitize our opinions, and we don't have to sanitize the show to appeal to the most amount of people, okay? We do this show, and we've done this show purely for our entertainment, and we're really glad that you're supporting us on patreon.com slash limit break radio free plug there. But, <laughs> but no one at it. Nika brought up this, this point and it's a hundred percent perfect, a hundred percent accurate. No one on our Patreon page is giving to us because we're giving out accurate information that they're then taking and using in their final fantasy 14 lives. You know, there is a podcast who acts just like what he wants. And that is uh, Limit Break Radio 1.0. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? That wasn't fun. No. <laughs> that wasn't fun. Well, parts having, of it were fun. Parts of it were, but overall... The it, parts where we were wrong <laughs> was fun. Since but, we've stopped doing that and we've started doing this, it's just it's been so much more fun. It is. It's fun, I started it's fun this, for us. I started this show today. Like I actually realized. I'm like, I'm, I'm, what is this? I'm smiling right now. <laughs> It's weird. It's, we have something to look like forward work. to. Yeah. No, our, ever since our first episode coming back, we promised two things on the beginning of that episode. Yes. That we would be entertaining yes. and honest with our opinion. Yes. And that's it. That's it. We that's deliver all. on both of those points every single week. That's yep. all you get. That's all you get when you tune into Limit Break Radio. If you want factually accurate, there are plenty of other shows that go out of their way 
to make sure that everything is factually accurate. They're great Final Fantasy 14 shows. They're not our show. We're, and all, uh, we're all butt healed. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay if you don't like it. It's okay if you don't like what we do. You don't have to listen to it. Change the dial. Because you know what? The, the alternative of sanitizing our opinions and making sure, like, like trying to present ourselves so that the most people will be able to stomach our show. It's not going to be fun for us. It's not going to be fun for the people who have already given to our Patreon page that decide that they like what we do. Yasutora yeah, Ice Watch says, this is boring. I want more dick jokes. There needs to be more dick jokes. Yes, the, the dick joke quota has suffered. Get that crap out of here. That's there not a dick go. drop. No, I'm saying get your <laughs> spiel out of here. All right. Uh, so, uh, uh, all right. Before we move into emails, we've got a couple of emails, and then uh, and then we're going to wrap up here. Again, if you have any final thoughts you'd like to call into the show, uh, send a Skype message on over to Limit Break Radio or call 810-515-8715. By the way, quick shout out to Kuki, who like... Plugs it like to get plugs us to get people to call. She'd be like, "Oh hey, yeah, hate a Nero, call it this number. <laughs> Disagree with LBR, <laughs> call it great, this great, number. Want to tell a Nero he's an yeah, asshole, call it this number. Yeah, she's like, got him locked, she's got cocked, it. and loaded. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Come on, I've been waiting for these calls and they never come. They never come. Hey, phrasing. <laughs> that one took me a second. God yeah, damn it. Me a second too. That one took me a that second. God damn you. You can see it in his face. He's like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. we're double teaming him today, dude. <laughs> He's taking it from both sides. Oh, my God. Phrasing. Thank you. <laughs> he says just thank you to getting it from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Please. Good. Co- please come again. Ah. Uh, all right. Uh, so we do want to make an announcement here uh, towards uh, towards the end of the show. Uh, we're not quite done yet, uh, but. Uh, we have been talking about this. It has been funded. We have to make this a reality. No, we do. It, I, I am referring, of course, to our gaming show, our general video, gaming, show. general gaming show, which, which has a better name now. Yes. Than the GGS. <laughs> yeah. The GGS. GGS. No. <laughs> oh, that could have worked pretty good. <laughs> You know what? Actually, S- screw that other name. We're going to GGs. We're the GGs. All right. Uh, but no, yeah, we we've uh, we've wanted to launch a show that talks about more than Final Fantasy uh, for a long time now, and because of your support over at Patreon.com/slash/LimitBreakRadio, that dream is becoming a reality, and uh, we're very excited to announce our new show, which will be called. Final Encounter cast. Uh, and uh, it's going to be premiering Sundays after Limit Break Radio. Uh, and you can hear our first show. It's been tentatively scheduled for June 28th. We're going to make the June the June goal. Yep. Uh, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, uh, let us know what you think of the name. Uh, I'm sure most people are going to hate it. Uh, we've gone through. We've we've loved it. We've hated it. We, we've gone back and forth. We actually had one night where like, we all came up with ideas. And, in fact, there's a Patreon. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, Video. Where we, it, yeah. you know, and we finally got down to a few of them, and Nero's like, you know what? No. Suck. Start no. Over. And me and Juxta were like in the same room. We're like, that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pretty butthurt about it. But, you know, I think I, it's, it's, I think it's part, it's all part of the process. You know, we want to make sure that we, that we pick, 
you know, the right title and, and we, we give it a, a, a good, you know, like now it's contingent on me to make an intro. I was sitting down yesterday. I kind of, I had a little bit of, uh, not, not like writer's block, but, uh, you know, like audio your, producers. Your block. whole big thing was I need the right name to make an intro. Then we finally got the name and you're like, guys, I'm having trouble with this intro. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you're going to do that a lot in this process. Our, our whole life basically comes down to calling a Nero a son of a bitch every other day. <laughs> Like, well, I go like, hey, I'm going to make the intro. Ascalia, would you want to maybe do a, a, a video portion to go along with that that we could play on the I stream? I make the video intro. I was like, how did you make it? I haven't given you anything I gave yet. him nothing. There's no audio. <laughs> it's a really good one. But but no, you've actually done some you've done some really good legwork. It actually gave me a lot to build off of. So, so uh, we are so on, the, on the note of this general gaming show. We are on Patreon. We're $103 away from that being a weekly show, yes, by the way. Right. Yes. <laughs> Which does not exist. Yet. <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, in uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some new Patreon levels. Uh, we're going to have, you know, both both levels that you can give at to get uh, get stuff from, as well as uh, some new milestone goals uh, and uh, and a pretty we're, we want like we want to try to plan out a content strategy moving forward. Like yeah. like when we had when we had originally done our content strategy, we were like, this is going to be it for a year, and you guys blew us away by reaching that in a month and a half and mm -hmm. and and so we're we're like we're like scrambling to try to figure out like okay what else like what else can we do you know uh so uh we're gonna we're we're gonna unveil that at our patreon page and while i've got you here patrons i want to tell you something if you've given to the patreon page you have to go back to the Patreon page to get the links for the bonus content. So I've, we've gotten some emails where people have been confused to where they can receive their bonus content. They thought maybe it was going to be emailed to them. It gets posted right on the page. It's right, right. to the page. So, Patreon. <clears throat> yeah, if, uh, yeah, just keep checking back at patreon.com slash limit break radio and check under the section of creations and you'll be able to check out the bonus content that we make. Uh, the green room show that happens after this show wraps up uh as well as any other bonus content that uh that we have uh going up there and as a quick status report we uh i'm told that the keychains have been shipped Woo. and that max is putting the final touches on the design for the t-shirt and the poster Woo. so those are very near completion thank you guys so much and if you want to support limit break radio patreon.com slash limit break radio is the way to do that all right Let's move on to emails. Email. Who wants to take the first one? Uh, Juxta, because it's short. Hello, Lemon Break Radio crew. As I experience more of the endgame side of Final Fantasy XIV, I realize that it's almost becoming a necessity to use add-ons or tools such as ACT to, quote, play, quote, properly. Is there any other known tools that can help improve the overall quality of Final Fantasy XIV in the late endgame? More importantly, which ones are safe to use? Or are they all an equal threat slash breaking the user agreement? Well, what? Interestingly, not signed. Well, what? Not yes. signed. What's, That's what's, not surprising at all. What's ACT? <laughs> what is ACT? I don't use any tools at Endgame, I, yeah, and I, I play I just fine. I, uh, yeah, sorry for whoever you are. I but, think the best tool is hashtag get good. But, uh, <laughs> in, in all honesty, I don't use anything, never have, and I don't think right. you need it to I was going to say, I like, like, what... I, what Don't, necessary uses? Yeah, I, are I'm there. curious what you mean by it's it's becoming necessary to use to play properly. The only yeah, thing I one. ever hear anyone ever talk about is a parser, and you don't need that to play at all. And any other tools you can just do by reading the chat log. So any, I can mean, I pose I a theory? 
This was someone getting a ton of shit from his or her friends for using tools and was hoping we would justify it on air. <laughs> that <laughs> makes sense. That's a good one. Uh, and you know, do you know about an add-on called ACT? Yeah, the parser. Yeah. So, what? How is that a necessary tool? Like, like is that all it does is parse? I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I think it's got things where you can like develop LUA plugins it, for it, but it I, has I, things where like it'll read off the bosses. Um, moves to you before they happen so oh so it's like it's like deadly boss mods from wild that's that li- extremely necessary that, as opposed that, to just that, memorizing that things. literally exactly. shouts stuff like this phase is starting watch out for that fireball move out of that bad yes. stuff i and hated so basically, that basically if you wow. think that that's necessary to play then you just aren't hashtag I, get good <laughs> i know i don't want to, I don't, the elitist attitude coming out but i mean if you if you play a raid long enough you learn the rotation you learn what it is i mean you can just write it down and memorize it or just don't just pay attention to the casting log and it, you don't need act to call out like no you don't you whatever, don't you, know? you so, don't but it does ma- i mean it does it is a tool for assisting you in maximizing your dps so i mean in in instances where you need to be doing your ideal dps if you're uh you know cutting your teeth on uh, t13 after it was just uh released it helps and it and it is be, and it helps provide a degree of context but i'm not sure that i would throw it in the category of necessary no, no. absolutely not because what ff14 does well that maybe wow didn't really do is wow didn't put bad stuff on the ground like it didn't say look here's here's where the aoe's going to here's fall. the bad get away right that's already telegraphed so by saying necessary what you're saying is that it is necessary for the game not just to show you but to actually tell you hey move out of that yeah no i don't no. yeah exactly it's not necessary at I, all I, I, it's it's not it's not a situation where the patterns aren't being drawn on the ground i mean i feel like ff14 presents you all of the information you need to know and and un, very much unlike windower you know who that that was a that was a great uh, piece of programming that provided you with context that the game did not provide you with, that the game's UI, the HUD, did not provide you with. FF14 has none of that. The, the the HUD and the design provides you with all of the context that you need. The only leg you might have to stand on is that we can't see other melee's TP, which honestly we don't really need to see. At this really point, it doesn't matter that much it. because skill chains aren't a thing. Yeah, Zyle mentioned in chat like one thing he, you can find ACT is if like if your group's hitting in rage and you need to find out which DPS is slacking after the run, maybe for that. Oh, but look out! That's an elitist tool! Witch oh, hunt. But there's going to be discrimination in witch hunts! Witch hunting! I mean, and I think that's where this person's point of view is coming from. To me, what it sounds like is they said they're starting to experience more of the endgame. Makes it sound like they're in a, a static or a party where almost everyone uses ACT, and they're starting to feel either left behind or they're getting berated because of it. Um, they're probably taking longer to learn rotations because they're not hearing the moves called out. And I understand that in your situation, you may feel it's more necessary because the people around you are pushing you in that direction. However, I can tell you from an endgame raider's point of view, it is definitely not necessary to experience the endgame, and you might just need to find a different group of people to play with. See, that opinion right there, that was elitist, but it was good. It was a good elitist. It was a valid elitist opinion. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I have another one. Uh, It's on the outline, so I'm going to, but I just got it from Skype, so. Oh. Uh, From, I don't know if he wants his name read, so I'm not going to name it. Uh, I have never heard of Final Fantasy, but after coming across your guy's show, and hearing the passion you guys have, I have bought a subscription, and maybe in a few months I'll call you, quote, elitist scum, and excite <laughs> you guys with an interesting phone call. Yay! There we go. Hey, that's Welcome awesome. to the game, man. That's awesome. That's so exciting. I'm so, uh, like, 
that's that's a huge that's that's, that's huge. such a huge compliment to to say hey i just came across your show and you guys are so you know like you're so into it that it it it, it was infectious and it made me want to try it out that's so cool welcome to ff14 that's one of my favorite things to hear I, yeah seriously that's one of the highest compliments that you can give thank you so much and also i misread what he said and i tried to call him Sorry about that. Sorry about that. My bad. Whoops. <laughs> Just checking. That uh, that email is not signed to Nero Gregori, is it? No. Uh, no. That was, okay. th- this is uh, someone who uh, s- sent me a Skype message. Oh, oh okay. Just now. That's so. very awesome. Very so, awesome. Thank you, sir. Yes. Uh, and, and we do want to hear from you in the future, so hopefully you will call yeah, us. Let us know how it's going. Yeah, let us know how you... Yeah, totally. Uh, so, uh, all right. Who wants to uh, take uh, our next email here? Let, let Nika take this one. Yeah. Nika, get this sure. email. There's some cutesy faces in here. So oh, I think that that's, say those. There's that's, like this little bear face or something, whatever it is. It's so cute. It means um, that Nika has to read it. Yep. Okay. It says, hello, everyone. Cute little face. I am sure everyone is getting busy and preparing for the launch of Heaven's Word. There is one thing I truly love that Square Enix did in order to get us more excited for Heaven's Word. The illustration art count. Countdowns! Exclamation point. As of this email, the countdown is at nine days, and so far my favorite one might be the tenth day showing the art of an astrologian drawn by Jaco Tomioka. What is everyone's favorite illustration art so far? Sincerely, Akiyumi. Hashtag teacher voice. <laughs> uh, that wasn't my teacher voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Uh um I actually haven't went to look at them but now that that, that now that you mentioned the days I've actually seen a few of them uh um put up on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Yeah. And okay. I think uh day 12 was really cool looking. Which one was that? Um it had I think it was like a monk on it who was doing like like a jump kick sort of thing and I think there was a a lot of stretching or, or stre- stretching. It was in a lot of fell in the background or something. No, it's a choco- no. baby chocobo in the background. Oh, egg. yeah, there's yes, something crown. in the background, but I thought that that was pretty neat looking. And, uh, chocobo all, all the saying, a- kick the gobu. Yeah, all, all the actual uh, uh, art does look... The like, astrologian really one is stuff. very, it's very, um, like, I don't want to say realistic, but it has, like, the shading and the coloring that makes it more uh, That's stand my favorite out, which so is far. why I see that. The, the most, the recent one, the day nine one, is really interesting. Uh <laughs> The I, I I was a big fan of the warrior one with uh with La Brea in the background. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh, the, that, that one was so cool. yeah, that yeah, one was that so was fucking cool. It was I I would just I wish you know what would be even cooler. Square Enix is if you would allowed people to buy prints of these. Like oh yeah, it's it's so super awesome. like like it is really cool that you know they're digital and they're nice and big and people can get into that and they share them on Facebook and that's all cool, but. I would just, I would have gone crazy for like super limited run, like 50 prints each screen printed. Yeah. That would have been amazing. You had the money to buy one of those? Oh, totally. Oh, all right. Totally. I mean, you know, like it's, it's, they're, they're generally not that expensive. We're looking at doing. If you do it like, like a limited 50 run, you're not marking them up just because of how rare it is. No. You don't think so? No. Uh, because Agents of Shield does that, that you can buy prints like for each episode. They have like a famous comic book, like artists, like, like draw up a thing right right cool. and those posters go up they're like 50 bucks each oh yeah they, yeah like 50 but, but they're not limited run i feel like if you were going to limit them to 50 like you could easily put them up for 200 and somebody'd buy them oh, uh, yeah. 50 people would buy them oh yeah, 50 yeah, people, I mean, yeah. it, dep- it kind of depends on on who's selling them i mean i mean i i I buy a lot of those things in the general market for uh, a print about that size uh, from a campaign like this, even limited to 
50 or 100 or even 150, I would say 50 bucks to 70 bucks would be totally reasonable. Anything okay. over that, I feel a little bit gouged, <clears throat> but being that it's 14, I would totally do it anyway. So yeah, they could they could to- easily get away with it. Oh my gosh, guys. What? We should totally do a limited print run of our show. Oh my god! Well, the the there is the idea to uh, take the poster that Max is no, doing no, no. and, and get that screen. Printed. I know we got that one, but of our show, like of a random party during the show. How do we? Someone gets up I, on like the table, takes a picture of four sweaty guys sitting in a room. I do not understand what you're going. No, for no, not, yeah, I'm, not of us of when we're of like the show. Someone like could someone could recreate a scene from the show of us as our characters. No, not not as our characters. What the fuck are you oh talking God, about? Okay, okay yeah. yeah. I, I, at least I at least I'm not the only one that's totally confused. <laughs> Take his mic away. It's never too late. <laughs> Hashtag right on time. Hashtag banjuxta. Uh, thank you, Akiyumi, for, uh, for your email. Uh, and, uh, that, uh, brings us to our next email. Who wants to take this? I'll go ahead and go. This is a long one. Yes, it is. Hey guys, I wanted to touch on your conversation on State of the Realm last week and also go back to a topic from a couple episodes back. The main story quest in the expansion is now going to be offering double experience points and additionally adding gear into some of the quests. This is an extremely good thing for the newer players joining our game, and I can understand the initial knee-jerk reaction that it's making the journey too easy for them. But in reality, it is only making it much more accessible. Following second coil completion in 2.1, I had the ambition to level an alternate character for various reasons. I had a summoner and didn't want to spend 10k Grand Company seals every time I wanted to respect for Scholar. Helping FC mates in coil, you know, all the stuff they fixed in 2.4. Anyways, it just made it a huge uh, waste of time making an alt. 1 through 50 was absolutely no problem. And then I stalled out hard. A fresh 50, as of writing this, is incredibly handicapped on geared, irrelevant to skill level. You just hit 50 and you're set up in your AF gear, and you might have an item level 70 uh, Grand Company weapon. What now? Go through the valuable experience of grinding some gear out, right? This process is absolutely fucking horrendous. SE had to implement some item level requirements for some instances for obvious reasons. However, this is the bane of somebody who has freshly hit 50 because there are very few opportunities to actually get any gear at all. This wall is excessively... Oop, I messed it up. Uh, where'd I go? It's excessively large and drawn out, and it really only made sense for the people who progressed from patch to patch. In 2.0, we brought Darklight with easily obtained tomes or tomes, but Dart Light can't be bought now. It can only be obtained through specific dungeon drops, and given the vast variety of gear available, the chances of seeing a full set of Dart Light are incredibly small, especially with decent crazy loot whores around. Mika. Hey, Square Enix put in that system. That's not my choice. After Dark Light, we had Myth Gear, also obtainable through dungeons, and not even obtainable by a fresh 50 because the item level requirements for these dungeons is higher than they will currently be outfitted with. Hmm. To compound this problem further, given the item level bloat of dungeons, you can't even unlock all the high level dungeons, never mind expert and trial roulettes, so that new player is stuck grinding out previously completed content to make slight upgrades to their gear to unlock a new dungeon for another chance of possible upgrading their gear. These dungeons give fuck all in the way of tomes, so even purchasing any soldiery gear is an arduous process. Basically, the options boil down to unrealistically purchasing crafted gear from the market board for millions of gear, not likely, or spamming Labyrinth of the Ancients and hoping to get enough item level 80 gear to possibly unlock a roulette or two, and let's be brutally honest, there is absolutely no gaming value or experience to be had 
face rolling that bullshit with a bunch of AFKers and Netflix watchers. Kyle. So as butthurt as anyone wants to be that a fresh player will have as much easier time gearing up, it's a necessity. And let's be honest, it's content you're not running anymore, and I'm going to add something, that uh, Nero and Nika don't even want to run anymore. So how does that hurt your experience? Secondly, on that note, this is a common argument many people make regarding nerfs to content in the game. You're, you've done that content, so it doesn't affect you. However, in stark contrast to main story quests, nerfing something such as Steps of Faith, in fact, does hurt many of the people who have cleared it already. As he has already stated, they operate on something called content costs. What this basically means is that they want as many people running as much of their content as is possible. That just makes sense. What this also means is they are going to create as much content as possible. At least half of the player base is going to be clearing. Savage Coil is awesome, a ton of fun, and very challenging. It's also a great example of poor content cost, and we didn't see anything similar to it again. The nerfs to Step of Faith do not bode well for the player base at all due to the same reason. Square Enix offered us a unique instance, a boss that can't be positioned, alternative means of attacks, and new environments including stairs to run up, dragon slayers to, to fire, and chains to tether on the boss. And as we as a player base fucking sucked at it. Not only did we suck at it, but we also cried them to nerf this content because although you have NPCs telling you exactly what to do, people still fail hardcore at it because you had to do more than just hold it down and punch it like a bad elementary school fight. That's a great point. There's only so many times this will happen before the developers quickly realize the only content the player base is capable of completing are those encounters in a round area with face roll mechanics and good old tank and spank mentality. At that point, we can scream and shout for more challenging content, but there are only so many times that you can cry wolf. Nerfing content or defending the nerfing of content for any reasons whatsoever is an extremely poor attitude and lowers the benchmark for player skill and accountability and will only hurt the challenge the game offers in the future. Hashtag get good. Anyways, thanks for producing such a fun show to listen to. It gets better every week and you guys are doing a great job. Wiston Ag... Galaxia? My senior thesis was shorter than yeah. that. Algesia. Algesia. Uh, I really love that email. That, that was, was really good. That was a fantastic email. And a point that I had never even really considered is what gear progression looks like to a, pl a fresh 50 yeah. player. Uh, a friend of ours that That's just, just th started playing, he... He was like item level 60 or whatever. Yeah. Was having trouble getting getting gear. So I'm like, all right, I'll go buy him some. I, the item level 90 gear, which, by the way, only co like costs like 10 or 12k per piece to craft, is going for almost half a mil each. Are you serious? The HQs, though, right? Yes. Well, nobody crafts the NQs. So well, I'm yeah. just saying if you want the item level bump that you just can use the NQs. Right, but, but nobody, there, there nobody are does. no NQs up there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. I have a friend who's a, a fresh 50 and she's having an absolute night with she's all she's doing is grinding Labyrinth of the Ancients and uh Crystal Tower and stuff like that and she hates it. Yeah. Because well, yeah. So, well, let me yeah, ask who you, can blame her? A Nero and Nika, uh because you were of the opinions that people should not be handed gear. They should have to do all this old content. This in mind, what do you think? My first opinion on this is, in this is I've never liked that they got rid of the old tomes and then put them in dungeons. That has never, ever been a mechanic I've liked about this. Um, I think that if they kept like the early, early dungeons giving philosophy tomes so that those people who do those dungeons during the storyline could then buy the dark light, I have no problem with that. And I think that's silly. Um, and I think restricting it so that you might get a drop maybe of dark light maybe in this dungeon for new players is absolutely horrible. And I do agree. 
Um, so I've never liked that. But on the other hand, I don't think getting soldiery is as hard as it sounds. And we all hate Crystal Tower. No. So I'm welcoming their hate to the Crystal Tower. They can do Crystal Tower with very, very low eye level and build themselves but up. But that's like, what they're saying. They're not saying that soldiery is hard to obtain because obviously we can all get it super easy. Right. But right now, like, for example, the friend I was talking about. He can only run, like, uh, Wanderer's Palace and Ambador Keep. Nika, you want to tell us how much soldiery those give? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like uh, 20 or 30. Five. Single digits. Yeah. Oh, they give, it's they it's give five and nine now, isn't single it? Single digits. So what you're saying, Nika, is should they be grinding out their soldiery Waiting, oh, well, the waiting here is what like I waiting one hundred, but they, they but they should it. be waiting thirty to forty minutes in queue to get five soldiery to then go and buy something no, that costs eight hundred. They what's can't the, do experts. What's the eye level requirement for the for labyrinth of the ancients? I have no idea. I actually don't know. Because I have no idea. That's low enough that you can enter regularly and you get all your gear for that. You can easily enter the next tier. But of it's dungeons. a terrible and experience. That is not fun to do. The only reason that we have fun doing it is because of dick ninjas like me and Juxta. That's okay, it's, it's item level 50 for Labyrinth of the okay, so You can hit 50 and go into that. Over and 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 over until you can get to Circus Tower and then grind that over and over and over that and, and over fun. and over and over and over and over. I would not play this game. What else do you want to be able to do at that point? But you realize But you realize we all did play that game. If you don't like that idea, why didn't you quit we when that was it. all we were doing? We did not. Because when it came out and I ran it 40 times to get my, my Black Mage pants, I wasn't waiting 30, 45 minutes to get in. Uh, yeah, Q, Q population enough. has and a lot to do with that. People too. were actually doing them. You didn't have to put up with AFKers, and you didn't have to put up with Netflix watchers, and you have to put up with dick asses like me and Juxta. And you got a whole bunch of tombstones for it. Now you're getting a fraction of what you got before. That's true too. That's fair. Like I'm not, I'm not arguing that point. I'm not saying it shouldn't be easier for them to get gear. I just don't think. I, I feel like Square Enix wants to hand it to them whereas rather than just making things easy i don't know I no, well here's the, here's here's well in the middle on this i guess here i i guess here's my thing is that you know like that's fine and and i i do agree this is uh, again a very uh, cogent email that explains the problem in in very easy to understand terms and i get it that is a problem. The thing that I don't like, the thing that I don't want, and the attitude that I get pissed with is I got 50, I should be able to do everything now. No, I agree. That's you know, like that, that's, that is some people coming into heaven's and that's word. A, no, that's, not just some, that's not just some people coming into heaven's word. That's a very vocal portion of this community. That gimme, gimme, gimme attitude. I just want it now. Nerf my content. I don't care about what other, what other people's experience are. I just want to be able to get through it. Make it easy enough so that I can get through it. Me, me, me. Yeah, and and my and original it, point was not like new players should be fucked and not be allowed to get gear. That is not what I was trying to say, and I think I've been misunderstood. I just think oh, that no, like no, I people who that. are people who are saying like I just want to get through all this content, give me the shit so I can experience the new stuff. My whole point was like, yeah, you shouldn't have to grind labor than agents forever, but like at least experience it. It's new to you. You'll be able to do it with everyone else who's totally. newly starting with with this, and then you move on. And I think, but to get through the story, you do have to experience it. You just don't have to grind it over and over and over again. And uh, we have a caller calling in, Fayer Serini of Belmont, who is, wants to talk about what it is like to be a fresh level 50. Hey, what's up? Not much, yeah. 
Uh, well, we're doing a doing a radio show. We're uh, we're pretty good. Uh, so uh, let tell us what is it like being a fresh fifty? Give us a little bit of perspective, because I mean, none of us are fresh fifty. Yeah, we're all assholes here. So, <laughs> uh, I can't say I mind it to be honest. I mean, it doesn't seem difficult overall. I mean, everyone's doing the content that I'm. Okay, how long have you had a 50? When when did you get your first? Uh, like two weeks. Okay, and then what was the first thing you were able to do after that? What was your first, like, where did you go with it, and where did you go with your gear leveling, and what was your first, like, target of attack? Uh, uh, well, everything I found in the duty finder said that I, like, needed item level 80 or something, and I was in white mage AF, so I just kind of did everything that like got me soldiery until I like got an item level 100 piece. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I mean like really like uh, when you're, when you're getting eye level 100 pieces uh, and things like that, that shoots your eye level up it a does. lot. It does help. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, the, yeah, I, I understand why some people bemoan the eye level requirement and, um, and, and, you know, it can suck. Did you, did you experience a lot of like, uh, people who would take your loot or, um, you know, people who did, you knew didn't need it. People who had way gear way better, uh, you know, that were maybe taking it for like decent or something. Did you experience a lot of that? A lot of gear? That, uh, it's like being ninja yeah, from you. Tons. Uh, like, in my first few runs through Circus Tower, I'm like, there's no way these people need, needed this. And I, and I was like, why did you need that? Yep. And they're like, um, oh, points. Yeah, uh, like, I'll tell you right points? now. <laughs> yeah. like, doing my Zodiac dungeons, I didn't need anything I can need on. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. not even a second thought. Like, I mean, thinking of it, even it, when I go in and it like, says, man, you know. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, th there's a new player to this th to this duty. You'll get bonus stuff. Yeah. I could don't even think about it. Look to Wait, see, you guys like, all if give he, me shade for, for decent, but if you think about it, if I ever care that much about decent, I ask politely, and I always say, if you don't need it for your job, oh, you, if you would be kind enough. And if someone actually comes in and says, hey, I really just Nika. need like this armor craft stuff, I am willing to pass in that Nika, sense. We, if you don't ask, I'm not going to Nika, we are 110% aware that the shit we give you is 100% unjustified, <laughs> and you are the least assholey person amongst all of us. Know, you I'm don't need to, to state I, it. No, it's Okay. It's not going to stop. To you. I know that. I'm trying to let the people listening understand where I'm coming from, and especially for new players who, like, if you just say, "Hey, I'm really new. I really just need jobs for, like gear for this one job." Someone who needs it for descent might be willing to pass that gear. Like, if they're doing weaver descent and you're a caster, maybe they'll just lot on the healer stuff and give you the caster stuff. You have to. Oh, I mean, I feel like common courtesy and politeness in the game goes a long way, and and sadly, a lot of people just need on things and, and act like assholes without, you know, without. But on the other face. side of that, on the other side of that, I almost never see people ask for the gear. True. True. Yeah. If I you need it. I'm always couple, afraid couple. when I need on something that someone's going to be like, really? And I have to be like, I need it for glamour. <laughs> no, I mean, if they, and if they would have said that they, they needed that one piece, I would be glad to pass it. Oh, them. yeah. You're right. yeah. If don't. I was if I was running in Labyrinth of the Ancients and somebody said, hey, I need gear from this for my eye level. Please don't lot it. 
I, mean, would I wouldn't not even lie. say that. Just if they just say, if you really, really don't need it for your own job, would you mind passing it? And I, I don't even say like, oh, if you need it. Actually, when I ask, I'm like, well, if you actually need it, I don't mind. Go ahead and need on it. But if you don't, please let me have a chance to roll on it. And I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. It, but, but the thing is, the point is, is that it's contingent on you as the new player. If you need that piece or if you need gear, you got to say something. Make, make that known. Speak up. Don't don't just assume that yeah, we the know. The fact of the matter is, people are going to be assholes. People are going to need it, and that's I think that's partly Square Enix's fault. I mean, they've created the decent system and the, the system where you turn things in for Allied Seals, and everyone needs those. Right. Like once you hit eye level decent or decent of like I eighty stuff, I mean that's hard to get by just crafting. You need the gear from the dungeon, and the crystal towers, and that's where you get it from. Yeah. And it's to keep people going back and doing that content with the new players. So in the end, what you end up with is people taking the gear yeah, because that's the sword. only reason they're there. And that's the only reason that the new player even had a group to go with because everyone's there for the glamour or the decent. So that's partly Square Enix's fault, but it does keep the players returning to that content. You just have to make it known if you need something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your call. Uh, very appreciate the uh, perspective as a uh, fresh level 50. By the uh, way, speaking of who's an asshole and who isn't an asshole yeah. uh, on this show, okay. at ColossalCon, oh, I conducted right. a little mock interview, or a mock interview. Uh, mock poll. Poll, thank you. That's what I'm there you go. Went around and uh, interviewed 12 random people, some of which had heard of Limit Break what Radio. What a huge sample size, man. Very, That's very right. scientific. So, wow. Uh, okay, so yeah, I was at a convention and didn't Much feel like science. spending half my day for the show. Anyway. Uh, 12 people, six guys, six girls, a couple of which had heard of the show, most of which had not. And so I, asked I don't believe taking shots in the all dark. I don't what? believe that at all. You said some people haven't even heard of, heard of the show. Yeah. Okay. Keep, continue. Okay. Yeah. No, just literally just walk up to them and, and ask them, well, you got a camera, you got a microphone, people will talk to you. Okay. Anyway, continue. uh, not the point. So, uh, 12 people asked, I'm going to give you a name and you're just going to tell me asshole, not an asshole. Very scientific. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Okay. So we went, through, we went through the five. <laughs> we went through the five people on the show. Nika, I think a little bit of sexism might play in here. You are zero for twelve. People thought you were an asshole just awesome. based on your name. Awesome. Uh, uh, Callow, uh, yeah. you had nine out of twelve people think you are in fact an asshole based um, on your name. Can you can you break that down for me? The men and women. <laughs> All three who said uh, you were not an asshole were women. Yeah, so uh, that is good. <laughs> uh, Juxta, you had uh, about right. You were pretty much right in the middle there. Some people thought you were an asshole. Some people thought to you weren't. To be fair, I think his name is a little different because it's not really a name. It's, it's, not a, like, it's a word. Yeah. I did have two people ask, yeah. like, "Wait, is that the name?" So, yeah. Okay, well. Much credibility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was tied with uh, with Callow. I also had nine people, but unfortunately, all the women did not uh, agree that I wasn't an <laughs> asshole. I had plenty of them call me an asshole too. <laughs> did they know it was you when you no, said that name? No, because Escalia is also a female name. No, they did not. No. So, so I would be interested to know why I got zero and you. I had think nine. I think, I think you sound friendly. Nika, Nika is clearly a name. I've actually never really thought that Escalia was a female name. But that's because, well, that's because we know him, know him. Yeah. him so. but his like female Mithra or whatever is a scully is a female. But Anira, I'm pleased to say that 12 out of 12 people unanimously agree that you were an <laughs> asshole. <Yeah! laughs> so, so no worries there. Uh, now, we, now we know what rubs people the wrong way. We have to change our name. It's the name. Yeah, it's to- that's it. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I think I think it has we nothing- should just start introducing you as Annie. Annie the orphan. <laughs> Annie the orphan. Twelve warrior. out of twelve people will say Annie is not an asshole. <laughs> yeah, because who thinks Annie is an asshole? That little blind twat. Anakin. Uh, 
Anakin Skywalker? Oh, never mind. Everyone <laughs> will think he's an asshole. <laughs> I'm fine with this. I I figured I, you wouldn't be too upset about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, my, you, hurt. Yeah, yeah. you guys hurt my feelings. <laughs> he's going to jerk oh. off to that fact later. Uh. <laughs> While crying, just to be weird. I don't know. Uh, so uh, here's our final email uh, for uh, for this I think week. We have two more. Uh, no, this is our final one. We got to get right. out of here. Uh, dear LBR hosts, I've been listening and greatly enjoying your podcast. Uh, only just recently, having finally caught up on episodes, I had actually found LBR shortly after you released your pilot episode. But to my current regret, I didn't try to really follow you at the time, having no idea what was going on. More recently, I was listening to episode twelve point five five, where you made a response to a user commenting a regarding voice ads. Acting. I really don't have anything to add about the weeaboo side of the discussion. I prefer English voice acting unless it's unbearably bad. Good job. But will admit to being surprised at the praise you gave FF14's voice acting, leading me to really stop and think about uh, why you would believe that. Uh, I could understand that post uh, uh, post release cutscenes, uh, b- uh, but while I didn't hate 2.0's voice acting, I generally thought it was average at best. To fix this, I went back and actually listened to some of the old cutscenes. Can I just stop and praise this awesome person for having hearing one of our opinions and then going, I don't know if I agree with that. Let me do some research to find out. Why would he do that? <laughs> Cheers to you, sir. That's amazing. <clears throat> uh, first off, Minfilia's voice acting, in my opinion, is the worst of the lot. No, I, I, I agree. I totally agree. agree. No, that's yeah. 12 out of 12. <clears throat> um, that's that's totally legit. Uh, it may be, uh, it may be this is a case of, uh, something in her voice that grates on me rather than a statement of quality. Uh, but even post released, I dreaded any time she spoke. No, she's, yeah, you're, you're right. It's, she pauses in weird places. She pauses in weird places. And I, I just her overall, uh, attitude of the character, the goody goody, pure hearted thing just doesn't do it for me. It worked so. for Anya's. It doesn't work for her. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. G- good parallel. Good. I parallel. hate Anya's. Uh, we hate you. I, I hated Anya's for different reasons, though. I Unacceptable. Liked, I liked uh, Minfilia's boobs, though. Is that why you didn't like Anya's? Because you couldn't see her boobs? She's like 12, bro. That's what I'm asking. Is that why you don't like Anya's? No boobs? No. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just checking. That, yeah, I, I, that sounded like the Juxta's there was no so right way. There was no right way to answer that, Juxta. I don't think. Uh, what was confusing, though, was how different other people's voices were. Uh, how they s- sounded compared to now. I thought. Uh, uh, it, oh, compared to now, to how I thought they were. I clearly remember being disappointed. For example, with Meryl Webb's speech when your character is doing their first tour of the nations. Oh, yeah. At the time, I remember expecting a speech of fire and brimstone and being bored with what I got. But looking back on it now, I can't figure out why. It's similar with Raubon's speech. At the time, I remember being uh, unimpressed. But now I'm fine with it and actually think it's pretty good. Maybe I just don't. uh, Maybe I just know the characters and their voices better. uh, But I'm still not sure why I feel so differently now compared to back then. Raubon's speech kicked the ass. Asses of both Meryl Webb and Connie Senna's. 
But if we're talking voice acting specifically, I've always liked Meryl Webb's voice. I thought it was very strong. I agree. No, no, no. I I think think Meryl Webb fits the character very well. Uh, But uh, there's also a roughness to it, uh, as uh, the voices don't entirely fit together, I think. To make a long email short, it was good, not mediocre like I remembered. Uh, Maybe the problem is that we tend to remember flaws before we remember success. Yes. I think that's a very important point uh, that, that... all of us need to remember, especially when we're drawing so many comparisons to other games and talking about, you know, uh, job homogenization, this whole show is that, you know, you can underscore this entire show with that point that maybe the problem is that we tend to remember flaws before we remember success. Great point. I remember all of Nero's flaws. Uh, that there's many of them that or I'm uh, not alone in uh, uh, that or I'm not alone in not liking Minfilia's voice and considering the fact uh, that uh, only Alphanod talks more than her and that makes her presence known early uh, we just make uh, we just make her the face of uh, FF14 voices that's also true Uh, that's that's a good point anyway guys keep up the good work Uh, you're all very entertaining and uh that oh my gosh notice, he, notice he said oh that's from Sturgitron. thank you Sturgitron. notice he said you're all very entertaining not factually accurate yes <laughs> exactly thank you yes also you're another not thing. funny <laughs> we're also not funny too i'm fine with that Jux is just pissed that i made him uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> yes the, the only way he knows how to strike back is through drops uh but thanks oh shots of fire <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Sturgitron, for your email. We uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I think I think overall, FF14 had good voice acting. Maybe yeah. not as good at the beginning as uh, toward the end. Mm-hmm. They came into their own, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I and- think what bothers me most about it is sometimes there's a, a, a distinct lack of background music, and when you don't have the background music, you notice the gaps between people talking a lot more. That's possible. That's been my biggest thing. Not the actual voice acting themselves but the way it's put together like At somebody will point, say something long pause somebody responds and it's just it's weird sometimes. it's kind of yeah. like it's out of a sitcom where they're waiting for like the applause break to be over or the yeah. laugh track to play yeah sort of i mean sometimes like. you have to click to move the conversation on don't you but I, it's more like when someone's giving a, like a, a three sentences spiel and they'll pause in the middle of their sentences weird and that's why i think minfilia's is the only voice that actually still bothers me at this point in the game Everything else. Well, she's dead, so it works out. (laughs) (laughs) Unpopular opinion, I like Minfilia. Me too. I don't don't mind the sound of her voice. I just think that the way she speaks is strange. uh, I think it's her accent. Sounds like a little different. Everybody else's, and I think that's what I like about it. Okay. 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 Good voice acting. Anyway, thank you. Thank you very much, Sturge. You're trying. I see you in the chat. Thank you. Shout out to you for your email. Awesome. This is true. Ariane is the best. Yeah. He can just talk all the time. Yeah. He can talk all the time, all day, every day. The Silite. Screw Ariane He's a douchebag. Does that mean he doesn't have some butter going on there? Just because he's a douchebag. There you go. That's right. Yeah, that's that. I, you know, I need to rely on that all the time. You know what? I mean, apparently people. people <laughs> I say, knew I, you were gonna run with that. I bet Silite is just upset because Oranje wouldn't give the D to Moonbrita. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what she's probably. He's writing fan about. fiction about it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll be online later. Who is? Oh, I'm joking, Silite. Well, it's his penis, and he can do whatever he wants with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. 
All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Limit Break Radio. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you enjoy what we do, we hope you'll hit that follow button and come back and join us next Sunday. That's the 21st, uh, starting at around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. We will be live here with episode number 18 of Limit Break Radio. And again, you only have yourselves to blame, and that's because of your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio where we are up to one thousand eight hundred and ninety seven dollars raised to support what we do here and that allows us to be weekly and come to you each and every sunday uh with our own unique version of final fantasy 14 podcasting and extend our own unique version of podcasting over into the general gaming universe so make sure that you join us on the 28th for our very first episode of the final final encounter cast when we drop the f-bomb that's right we are going to be dropping the f-bomb all over the place uh so uh make sure you tune in for that it's going to be uh an exciting time and uh uh we're we're super 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 thrilled to be able to bring this to you and again it's because of your support through patreon.com slash limit break radio thank you guys so much it's so awesome uh make sure that you check out our website limitbreakradio.com uh follow us on facebook that's facebook.com slash limit break radio twitter.com slash limit break radio youtube.com slash limit break radio all things slash limit break radio i want to thank my co-host Kahlo Landis Juxtaposition Escalia Rayumasa and Nika Kayanian I'm a Nero keep listening Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zurian Urexin, Satori Komeji, Carquin Albarn, Garuk Relentless, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 